time for Cigar Talk, the fastest growing cigar show in the nation. Whether you're a new cigar enthusiast or a cigar aficionado, we have something for everyone. Bringing you the best interviews, cigar reviews. So grab yourself a cigar. It's time to light them up. Welcome back, Cigar Talk. I'm your host, Rob Jones. We got Larry in the co-pilot seat. How you doing, brother? I'm doing great. Hello, hello, hello. So, guys, welcome to the fifth anniversary show. Yes. Five, five years. Five years. Where's the time gone? Dude, (laughs) it's been down the bottom of a bottle (laughs) a lot of the nights. (laughs) So, anyway, guys, uh, this is our fifth year anniversary. We're going to go down memory lane, talk about some of the highlights over the last five years. How many memories do you have over the last five years? I have a ton. Okay. I know you're shocked. Okay. Yeah, I am. But, uh, you know, we've done a lot of good interviews. We've interviewed a lot of great people. We've done some very cool events. We've done a lot of dumb shit. I mean, me. Yes. (laughs) Yes. We've drank a lot of booze. A lot of good booze. And we've smoked a ton of cigars. Fantastic cigars. Can you imagine if we took all the cigars that we smoked while being present for the show, all in the same room? There's not a humidor big enough. Hmm. Like, I would like to have all those cigars back except for that one brand, uh, Alpha Dog. (laughs) (laughs) You don't. You didn't get in on that. No, that was before my time, and I'm yeah. thankful. I'm thankful. You know, you that. know, when your when your band is a dog with two heads, <laughs> something's going on. A genetic mutation. Yeah. So anyway, man, we got a special guest with us tonight. We have the one and only Sean O'Connor. Right. He is a longtime listener. He is a longtime friend. Uh, he's an expert when it comes to bourbons Bourbon. and cigars, cigars. and. Wine. Dude knows how to cook. Wine, food. Wine, food. I mean, the dude is a, uh, he'd make a great wife. Okay. All right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Later you know, on, anything happens to my wife, Sean. Uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm, saying, Sean, I'm single now <laughs> and ready to mingle. <laughs> <laughs> so let's throw that out there. Not only is he single, he's now retired. Congratulations. Thank you. 32 Thank you. years. 32 years and four months. Damn. I can't believe they put up with you and two for that weeks. long. 34 years, four months, two weeks. And you were a big boss. And three hours. Like, I remember when I was at your work one day, I was like, hey, man, can I see Larry? And they're like, hey, big balls, get yeah. in here. <laughs> boss. Oh, <Thank> <laughs> they said balls. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I thought, I was like, damn, she knows. <laughs> but hey. HR complaint waiting yeah. to happen. But anyway, uh, the other thing is, even though uh, he's an expert at all those things, he's also a rep for a cigar company. That's right. And it's an up and coming cigar company. I haven't been around all that long. They've got a lot of, uh, what would you call it, experience yes. in the background, mm-hmm. uh, lineage, and uh, they know what the hell they're doing. They sure do. And I'm telling you, dude, that one cigar that I was excited about, when you get to smoke that one, right. uh, it's called the Maria Lucia. Okay. Is that right? Lucia? Oh, man. I'm like turning into a Mexican. Arriba! Arriba! All right, Sorry. continue. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, guys, we're going to have Sean on. Uh, then we're going to do... Uh, Sean brought us five different bottles, one for each year that we've been doing the show. I wish we'd been doing this for 15 years now. Oh, I'm glad we're not. (laughs) (laughs) I'd end up ass up, (laughs) cards down. Anyway, uh, we're going to drink these, and uh, 
I don't know what they are. Sean knows he's numbered the bottles. And so I'm excited to see what he has in there because I can tell you this. I've never had any bourbon that Sean brought that I didn't love. Same here. Same here. And we've had some bourbons we did not love, but oh. none came from Sean. Not everything he's bought has been just has been fantastic. And how many bottles are here, Rob? Five. Okay. F-I-V-E. Can you can you can you read what's on the label of each bottle? One, two, three, four, five. All right. So we don't know what they are. I didn't know you could count that out. That's that's Great. the joy. Yes. Is that we don't know what they are. I the love doing it. Now, have you ever done that with a cigar? I have not. We got to try that some night. Okay. Have you done that, Sean? Yeah. Doing smoking cigars without the band changes the entire experience because there's no prejudgment on what it's going to be. And you're actually more in tune with like noticing the notes and how it smokes. Uh And so I love doing that. We should do that uh, maybe for the New Year show. That'd be good. Hey, and we also have a new announcement. We're going to be doing the Cannonball Run. Well, the Buffalo Run. Buffalo Run. So the Buffalo Run is a charity event. And uh, it's if, if you're old enough to remember the movie Buff, or Buffalo Cannonball Run with Burt Reynolds and uh, what was that dude's name? Dom, Dom DeLuise. And out of those two, Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise, which one would you think you would be? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I mean, neither one of them is black. Yeah, that's, true. that's true. That's true. So let's I'd, I'd flip be, it around. Which one would I be? You'd be Dom DeLuise. I was thinking Burt Reynolds. Yeah, I, I'm sure you were. <laughs> you Trust me. You'd be Dom DeLuise. That's fair. So anyway, we're going to be doing a race, 1,200 miles. In it's a charity hours. event, and the car can only cost 750 bucks. Right. Up to $750, and... But the repairs, you can spend up to $750 on repairs on the car also. Right. And then also tires and any other safety Safety mechanism does not count towards your budget. Right. But it's basically 1,200 miles all around in Texas. Mm -hmm. And you don't even get to find out what the route is until like a week before the race. So there's no like planning ahead. And I'm kind of like a car costing $750. I don't even know if it's about... Finishing, (laughs) but if we can get out, if we can get out of Buffalo Gap when the race starts, we we will have accomplished. I want to make it to Paris. Okay, you know what I mean. Like that's at least one town Mm -hmm. I want to get to. I'd like to make it to Fredericksburg. I've been to Dublin so many times. You know, Athens. Uh, I was like, have you ever been to Palestine? Oh, that's not a European. No, that's not Europe. Yeah, <laughs> so, I've been there. Yeah, let's not talk about Palestine this week. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Anyway, uh, we can't wait to do that. And we're going to live stream the whole thing. It's going to be exciting and or interesting. Yeah, Larry be standing on the side of the road watering the roses, <laughs> and you'll have a camera going, what the? <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> she picking up a mamba? <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, uh, I can't wait. I'm super excited. I've been looking at cars like crazy. Yes, you have. Whew, you know what pisses me off, though? If you're, if you're posting something for sale on the Facebook marketplace, uh-huh. if you sell it, mm-hmm. take it down. Yeah. And if you just decided you're not going to worry about it, you decide you're not going to sell it, take it take down. It yeah. I'm looking at these cars. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I'm showing my buddy. And he's like, that ad says it's 18 months ago. <laughs> I'm like, who the hell leaves their ad up? Got to read the fine print. 
So anyway, uh, we would like a van. Hey, anybody out there that has a car for sale for 750 bucks That runs. That's running. Yeah. I, we, all we give a shit about is that it has a good engine and a good transmission. And we would prefer it to have four seats. Yes. We don't want to strap Alfred to the hood. He'd make a good horn- hood ornament, though. He would. Kind of like Speedy Gonzalez. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, if you if you have a car that you would sell for 750 or you know someone that has a pretty decent car. Let us know. And we've got a team name. Yes. Tell them what the team name is. We are Black Man and Robin. And that's that, our team a name. Space between the Rob, Rob and, the and the N. N. Yes, yeah. yeah. And then and Sam is Alfred. Sam's going to be Alfred, our trusty butler may, slash mechanic. Well, we may have another butler. Okay, Russell Butler. Russell. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah, Russell Butler. And then we got a cameraman named Tim. Mm-hmm. Uh, tool Time Tim. <clears throat> and then uh, I think that's what we have. That's our team. Okay, that's <clears throat> all we need. It's more than we need. Yes. So anyway, and there will be no drinking. On this trip. That's right. For the driver. Okay. You're driving, right? Right. The entire trip. I can. Okay. <laughs> the more you drink, probably the better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, hey, guys, before we uh, get too much further, if you would put it on the big cam right quick, if you guys look right up here, we do have a new sponsor. It is the Rabbit Air Filtration System. Oh, and we're super excited to have them because, one, it's on right now. It's not smoky in here. We have four people in here smoking, and can't it's quiet. Can't hear a thing. I mean, that's why there's so many rabbits out that's there. Right. Nobody can hear them. You could hear a pin drop in this room. Yeah, it's really it's really impressive, and I love that it hangs on the wall. Yeah. And you see the little mood light at the top mm-hmm. that's blue? Yes. You can actually change that to different colors. Oh, but. It goes perfectly with the studio. Yes, it does. Hey, guys, and this is, uh, if you're not watching this on YouTube, check it out. This is, uh, we're going back to doing video for YouTube, and I have been busting my ass to make this studio something that we would be proud of, and I feel like we're there. You, it, you, from, the first, from the first time I came in here until now, it's a heck of a change. This looks good. Looks really good. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I'm Thank amazed you. with you. Shocked. Yes. But uh, you remember Shocked when we were going to do the side-by-side thing? Yeah. And a lot of feedback was like, that's yeah. weird. Yeah. <laughs> You're not in a sports announcer. Yeah. And it, yeah, it is. And in and, and, and retrospect, and even then when we were doing it, it, it felt a little unnatural. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so this is good. This is good. Yeah. Taking it back to where we used to be. Hey guys, and we will uh we'll have a link down in the show notes for Rabbit Air. Look in the show notes Check for Rabbit Air. They're badass. And uh tonight I'm starting out with, and just so you know, you might gonna want to pause somewhere and come back and listen, or you could be like going on a long vacation and your kids aren't with you, you might want to listen then. Because it's you this is the anniversary shows are usually a little bit longer than normal. Mm-hmm. So just to let you know. Possibly riskier. Yeah. Normal. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm starting out with the El Popo from Artisanal Tobacco, which also makes the Viva La Vida cigars. And they are also a sponsor. You can see that right there. They have their uh, picture and all that good stuff. You know, it's blended by AJ Fernandez. Yes. And so I'm a big fan of a lot of the stuff that uh, AJ Fernandez blends. I mean, the dude's blended for everybody. Like, I don't know another blender that is sought after 
like AJ. I don't know. I don't think there is. Well, when we get the cigar expert over here, we'll ask him if he knows. But my personal opinion, I don't think anybody is more popular than AJ when it comes to being asked to do collaborations with other companies. I've seen his name a lot of places. I've seen his name out there a lot of places. Blended by AJ Fernandez. Great cigars. Ooh, yes, it is. And you know what I was thinking about earlier today, just random, was I'm going to quit telling people that this is a really good cigar. Okay. Because we all have different palates. That's true. Yeah. So what I think is good, you might not like it at all. Yeah. So what I'm going to start saying is I really like this cigar. Mm -hmm. I love the construction. I love the notes. I love the blend. I love the way it's wrapped. I'm like, this is a beautiful cigar. That's, you know what that's I mean? a good look. That's a good looking stick right there. So you, you can you can let people know that, it, and it really agrees with your palate for your taste. I think this is a great cigar. Right. I. Mm -hmm. All right. I like it. Okay. I love it. Yeah. I want some more of it. <laughs> That's oh, we're doing that now. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, hey, before we jump in to, we will be doing the uh, Tabanero trivia after uh, Sean comes on. We'll have Big Larry come back out and we'll do the trivia. So you can win 50 Mercedes bucks. Mercedes bucks. Christmas that's, is coming. Yeah, that's 50 bucks worth of cigars for just watching this show and answering a trivia question. And the trivia questions are so easy. Super easy questions. Like last week, it was like, who directed Rock and Roller? There you go. I mean, if you don't know, it takes two seconds to ask Siri. She can tell you. That's oh, right. Look, she beeped because she heard her name. Anyway, uh, yes. we're going to do a special uh, pick six this week, too. All right. We're going to do that when we come back from the break. Good. Uh, these are not just the three cigars that I've really enjoyed this week. I'm going to say these are three of the best cigars I've had this year. All right. So, and I've got, I've got a running list, uh, not this show, but the next one. We plan on releasing the Cigar Talks Top 25 of the year. All right. uh, we don't do them early like so many other people because everybody else does theirs first, and then I go through their list and copy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, yep, that one's good. Yep, that one's good. I don't want to have to think about it on my own. I want, I, I'm not copying their list, but I'm like, yeah, I've smoked that. That's a no-go for me. I've right. smoked that. I loved it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I talked to some folks uh, one time. They're doing some training, and they talked about the case method. You familiar with that? Mm -mm 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 -mm. The case method, C-A-S-E. stands for copy and steal everything. I know how to spell. Yes, okay. <laughs> Case. Since when? Case. Case. Okay. Copy and steal I, everything. Case. It's I can't speak. Oh. <laughs> That's why we do a podcast. <laughs> Get some edit, more on the can't. <laughs> yeah. So, and also, I want to give a shout out to a guy I talked to, and now I can't remember his name, so you know what? Forget that. <laughs> I'll never forget old what's his name. Yeah. <laughs> he was a great guy yeah. from California. Okay. He's a cop. Big state. Talk to that dude. A lot of cops. Good dude. Good dude. Uh New listener. I actually told him I'd like to have him on the show sometime. That'd be great. To get – sometimes we forget what it's like to be a newer cigar smoker. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'd like to hear from those people. Right. If you're a new cigar smoker, my email is in the show notes on all the episodes going forward. Check them out. And send me an email and let me – hear from you because i love hearing what the new cigar smokers because you know what i what i know 
is when you're around like a lot of the cigar smokers that have been smoking for years, they're a bunch of damn know-it-alls. Yeah. <laughs> and they're so prejudiced yeah. about other brands. Brian. <laughs> like, you know, Sam gave me one of those Perdomo 30th anniversaries. Yeah. Did you get one? No, no. I loved it. I mean, I was I was shocked. Okay. And it maybe it was better than it was because whenever I was in the shop, Sam was like, hey, you smoke Perdomo? And I was like, yeah, I smoke Perdomo every now and then, you know, randomly. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you want one? I got the 30th anniversary. And I was like, hell yeah, I want one. And Brian was like, it's going to suck. Perdomos, they suck. He's kind of judgy. He's a little judgy. Yeah, and I was like, never get that way. Because yeah. you're going to miss out on some really good cigars mm-hmm. if you're judging. Like, you don't, you're not even going to look at it. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to feel it. it. I'm going to put it in my mouth and twirl it around. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You got to do that. Uh, You know, again, like you talked about just a few minutes ago, you're going to stop telling people this is a great cigar because maybe they're not going to like it, but you really like it. I really enjoyed it. Like, I was blown away. Mm -hmm. It's a lighter cigar, which, you know, I smoke a lot of mediums. I don't smoke a lot of stuff that's lighter right so it was actually very refreshing it was delightful good good i look forward i look forward to trying one one of these yeah ask sam he's got a whole box of them oh really alfred okay so uh anyway let's talk about what you're gonna do because you're retired now yes more or less i am not more or less not more official my official retirement date is december 31st i like to be active are you going back into work anytime soon i'm gonna go in monday and turn over the keys and the cell phone all right you're done retired yeah i'm retired stick a fork in that pig (laughs) so called me a pig no no i said stick a fork in the pig that's a saying i got it in arkansas you know (laughs) suey why am i here razorbacks (laughs) yeah okay Arkansas. All right, gotcha. So anyway, uh, we're also going to give a shout out to a lot of other people that on our journey through Cigar Talk, they have been friends of the show. They have been inspirational to us. They have helped us. We have a lot of people to say thank you to for being where we are. And we could probably also bitch at some people for where we are. (laughs) But, you know, Let's we're not. not. We're going to keep things on a positive that's, note tonight. That's right. So, anyway, uh, what are you going to do next year? You're going home? I'm, I'm going home. See your mother? Yes, yep, going home. That- see my mom, see my son, uh, see at least one of my sisters, some of my nieces and Now, nephews. how old is your mom now? Because it seems like when I met you, she was 95. My mom is 97. Okay. Yeah. So, she was younger. But you, the aunt, how old is the aunt now? Uh, she'll, well, she will be 104 uh, just in a couple of days. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Does she still have her faculties? Yes, she does. Yes, Holy she does. shit. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. So, because we were at, uh, four years ago, we were, December of 2019, we were we were at her 100th birthday party. That's it crazy. Yeah. I've never met anyone that was 100. Yeah. I thought Ed was, but he's not. No, no, not quite. Yeah. And she's 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 doing quite well. She's doing quite well. That's awesome, man. 104. 104. Oh, yeah. 104. Yes. yes. How many yeah. times was she married? Just once. Wow. Yeah. How how long was she married? Probably I, until that, he, that I'm not sure. That that he, I'm not he sure. He died first. Yeah. yeah. Normally works out that way. Yeah. 
So what are you going to do after you do that? You, are you going to Florida to see your uh, sister? I'm going to make it down to Florida at some Dude, point. Dude, if you go to Florida, you got to go to Tabanero. Oh, yeah, I'm going to. Ybor City. City. Yeah. Well, I'm going to. I'm going to be. If I go to Florida, I'm going to Tampa. Oh, well, you're <laughs> going to be right Tampa. there. Exactly. So Ybor City, here I come. Dude, you got to do some. <coughs> excuse me. Do some videos down there. You know they got rollers right there. I know it. I know it. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty excited. They about have that. their own badass coffee beans and espresso, oh. but you don't do caffeine, do you? No, do they make decaffeinated it. espresso? I think so, but seems I, like that'd be a much. waste. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think what you drink is not even coffee; it's colored water. Well, you know, if I have too much caffeine, I'll be rolling around on the floor, foaming at the mouth, and wind up in the emergency room again. So again like yes 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 you had a bad experience yeah. I've, on coffee i've got a i've got a little mild heart thing so i'm oh. supposed to i'm supposed to try to avoid caffeine yep what kind of a heart thing it's been broken one time too many mm. yes i can see the scar <laughs> from <Yeah>. here <laughs> and what i would say is payback <laughs> all right <laughs> he's like all right yeah i didn't break any hearts Stick your finger in there. no 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 <laughs> So, okay, well, cool. Yeah, but I, I don't have any, I really don't have any definite plan. Well, you know, you're not going to need to be gone for so long. You're yeah, going to have to get your ass gotta, back here gotta, for the yeah, show. Got to do the show. Got to right. do the show. Yep. But, you know. We but, might pipe you in a couple of times. Yeah, we could do that. We could do that. But, you know, but Florida, I think that, you know, Baltimore obviously is going to be great. Get to uh, go home, see family. Florida, I think it could be, a, not I think, I know Florida would be a lot of fun too. And then, of course. Go down there and get some cigars, get yeah. a tan. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, and I do need to work on my tan, and especially you know January, December, January time frame. It's important to be tan. Um, I maintain this same tan I have year round. You see that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ow! That's my winter tan and my summer tan. Light my eyes on fire. <laughs> um, TPE. Oh yeah, yeah, you guys. So what? I guess it's be about six weeks from now. Yeah, just about six weeks. We're going to TPE, and we're going to have a blast. Mm -hmm. I've been asking a lot of people that I saw at the last one if they're going. Mm -hmm. A lot of those people are not. Yeah. So I'm like, well, I guess we're going to make some new friends. Well, maybe because they saw you at the last one, they're not going back. Well, I tried to trick them because I didn't go last year. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I thought they all thought I'd just never come back. They got their ear close no, to but the ground. We, I was talking to Sean about it, and it makes sense now because yeah. – Everyone I asked, it says they're not going. They're like, no, nah, I'm going to uh, C PCA. PCA, not CPA or CAP. SBCA. <laughs> that's a puppy. <laughs> no, but uh, PCA moved to March. Okay. And I didn't know. Uh-huh. You know, I don't really keep up with a lot of the industry news. Right. And so Imagine I, that. I took a week off in July just okay. for it that I might go. Mm-hmm. Because it's always the same week as July 4th. Mm -hmm. And I've always said I'm not going because I don't want to be in Vegas in July. Right. It's hotter than the sun. Uh -huh. And so this time of year, it can be chilly at night, but during yeah. the day, it's perfect. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I didn't know it was going to be in March. So if I would have known that, we might have been going to PCA instead. But I didn't know. Do you think maybe they moved it because you thought it would be in July? <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there for your consideration. They're like, hey, Rob took a week of vacation. Let's do this in March. 
yeah, springtime, baby. I don't know why they moved it. I think they moved it because it was so freaking hot. hot. People were bitching about it. I'm melting. I mean, I'm sure Sean could shed some light on that. But, uh, yeah, I just never wanted to go in July. And then the first year I take vacation so that I can go, they move it. It was planned. And now I can't go because you that can't week because I've got, well, no, I can change my vacation, but I'm scheduled for classes that week. Ah. So it's no bueno. Charm classes? Uh, work. Okay. Yeah. No, there's no hope. Yeah. Charm. So anyway, well, tell everybody what you're smoking. I don't even see you smoking. Are you not smoking? I'm smoking. I'm, I, once again, this week, I'm smoking the, I'm going to say it slowly for you, the Nika. Libre Agonorsa. And I'm a fan of that. I was asking uh, Sean if he had smoked it, and he said he had. You'd really like this. And uh, here, here, here's another lighter right here, sir. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm a fan because that's a lighter stick, too. It is. It is. And, but it's got some spice to it. You can definitely tell that they stepped it up with Agonorsa. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I'm a fan of what Agonorsa Leaf does. Uh, they and they have a wide spectrum. You know, they they make the uh, the Cuban the new Cuban cigars. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they're new. Is that right? New Cubans. It's like a bundled cigar. It's the, like the, yeah, new, two three bucks a piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah new Cub. Yeah, new Cubans. Okay, mm-hmm. so they make those, and then like I don't like those. That's not for me. But I do love some of their cigars. In fact, there's one in my humidor that I can't wait to smoke. What's the name of that cigar? Supreme Leaf. Supreme Leaf. Oh. You got one too, I bet. No. Nope. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Or maybe I do. <laughs> Drink up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason it has a latch on both sides. So anyway, hey, uh, before we jump in, let's talk about Case Elegance. Guys, if talk you need a humidor, if you need anything that's cool man stuff like watch cases, uh, travel humidors. Make sure they can see this well. Oh, you got it on the big screen. There you go. Right here. This right here. And let me show you this. Is that openable? You got your latch on? Okay. So, so this opens up nice. Okay, th- yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's full of cigars. We love it when it's full of cigars. I was looking for that cigar you were talking about. I earlier. hit that at the bottom. <laughs> but check this out. If you need a pistola, I've got one right there in the drawer. You see that right there? That is handy dandy. Like, it's not loaded, sir. I don't care. I know, Close I know, it. I know. Anyway. Close it. Uh, kill me before I retire. That's cool, though. You, I mean, I've never seen a humidor that you can fit a Colt 45 in. Okay, but you don't have to put the Colt 45 in there. You can keep other things in. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cutters. I mean. Let's not focus on firearms. I don't think they've intentionally made it for the Colt 45. They made it for cutters, lighters, lighters and other. Accessories. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But that's one of my accessories. Yes. <laughs> you know what? We need to go shoot sometime. Have you ever gone to shoot? Ever? When I was in the military. Oh, yeah. I didn't think you did that in the military. I did. Thank you for your service. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Always. And uh, just so everybody knows, that's one of the things that Larry was involved with his entire career was helping guys that served. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, you ought to be proud of what you did. I, I, I'm, I, I'm 
I'm going to make him cry, folks. Nope, nope. I'm going to make him cry. No, I've already done that. <laughs> it's like you're softy. A little emotional. A little emotional. It was hard to leave, but it was time. It was time. Um, it but- will not be hard for me to leave. <laughs> for me or the people that I leave behind, they'll be like, good, he's gone. <laughs> when Rob retires, there'll be two parties. There'll be the party that they have for Rob and then the even bigger one the month after he's gone. Which I, 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 I don't care. I think my team is having one next week. And I'll week. probably crash it. <laughs> so, anyway, guys, uh, you know what? We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to have Sean O'Connor. Sean O'Connor. Come and, on down. And so, you're the next contestant on the Price is Wrong. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll take a quick break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I'll travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Thanks for hanging through the break, guys. And welcome back to the show, Sean O'Connor. How you doing, bro? Oh, man, so great to be here. Dude, it's been a great day already. We got to hang out this morning at the Leaf. Faculty meeting was Faculty full. Faculty meeting full, was full. full, full we were missing Hatch. Just so everybody knows, Hatch is not here. She is celebrating her birthday in Antarctica. In truly Antarctica. You showed me a picture. Yeah, of yeah, yeah. She yeah, sent me a picture of iceberg with penguins on it. Larry thought there was a shipwreck and people dressed in tuxedos were waiting to be saved. True. <laughs> leftovers. If I left over people from the Titanic, just yeah. out. <laughs> He's like, who are those people? I said, those are penguins, not people. But uh, your first retirement, get new glasses. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, bro, a lot of stuff's happened since the last time you've been on the show. Oh, big time. Yeah, for sure. You used to be in the medical field. Now you're in the healing profession. (laughs) Cigars are very healing, bro. Spiritual spiritual healing. Absolutely. So tell everybody who you're with. Yeah, so I got hired by Luciano Cigars, and I am now the, the state rep for Texas. Oklahoma, Arkansas, and Louisiana. So I am on the road, putting in a lot of windshield time. I just, <laughs> just bought a new car and put two, 12,000 miles on it in two and a half months. He bought a new car, and now it's a used car. Now it's used, yeah. It's just depreciated right before my eyes. But uh, it's very exciting. I get to travel around and meet all different types of cigar shop owners and sea lounges and meet new people, and really, it's exciting. I love it. So you're traveling around. So I mean, like, have you got to where, like, there's certain things that you look for on the road? Have you traveled a lot before? No. So no. this is a new no. ball a game new ball for game. you. Yeah. See, I used to travel like that. Yeah. I used to be a photographer. Well, let's hold on. Before we get to all this, let's do a bourbon first because. Oh yeah. Okay. So these the against are, the law for us to talk and not drink. That's true. Uh. It's also against the law to be driving later. <laughs> yeah, what you're not doing. We're not driving. Well, we're driving crazy. Push the push the thing off here. Yeah, I'm going to let you open that. I've never opened one of those. I'm sure Ed could have done that. That's how his bottles were served back when he was an infant. The old milk bottles. There we go. What are they called? Hook? N- nook. Hook nook? Hook nook? I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, I thought you had a name for them. Match bottles, maybe? So this is number one, number the one. mystery bourbon. Yep, for your five-year anniversary. Now, do you already know what it is? Have you cheated? I, I put them in the bottles. <laughs> I hope so. And I need to be able to tell you because you're not going to remember. I mean, you remember, though? You know what number one is? Kind of. Okay. 
Hmm. Hmm. I don't. I don't know that. Ooh. Kind of light. A little bit of caramel notes to it. Yeah. Ooh. Tangy. That's good. That Isn't is real good. That. I don't know. What's the proof on it? Can you tell me that? Yeah, it's 90 proof. Okay, I was going to say, because so it's... it's low, lower for than you normally like, but I thought it had enough flavor. No, but it, it's it's very flavorful. Yeah. And that's what I find that I don't like about most bourbons that are 90 and below, is you don't get a lot of flavor. Is that is that is that the way it normally is? Yeah, because you're obviously you're adding more water to the barrel to cut the alcohol down to that proof level. Oh, I didn't know that's how that's that worked. Exactly, yeah. So I thought they just like lift the lid off and so, let that alcohol no, evaporate. No, so barrel proof is mostly just from the barrel straight directly. And that's why it's usually a higher proof. That's why I like it. <laughs> so they're at so for those lower proofs they're adding water. Yeah, they're adding water. And you know, I don't really care for water. Right. Yeah. I prefer bourbon. Because it you know, it's it, making bourbons like magic. You know, the huge warehouses where they're putting these barrels in and then there's heat because the barrels are there so the barrels on the outside evaporate less because they're colder the ones inside evaporate more because they're warmer and there's all this science it's really i don't know the exact science of it but so do they actually age barrels outdoors no 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 but just the natural temperature in the warehouse would be different so gotcha 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 you know imagine grouping uh all these barrels that are um Distilling and the warmth keeps the the pressure and and the heat higher because of what they're what they're doing in the barrel. Does that make sense? Yeah. So those in the center will be warmer than the ones on the outside. And something else that uh, a guy was telling me just the other day on a live on Instagram. He works for a distillery up in uh, Colorado, mm-hmm. and we were talking about like, well, he was talking, but when it gets like warm or hot in there. That wood expands, yeah, exactly. and it allows the bourbon to seep into the pores of the wood. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I guess if it's cold, you're probably not getting as much flavor from the barrel? Correct. And then those temperatures also letting air in and so forth, and the air escape, so evaporation takes place. So those will, some barrels will be more evaporated than other barrels, and the flavor profile will change because of that. It'll be more concentrated. So Master Blender, not just only puts it all in a bottle. He's blending it for the flavor that's supposed to be. So taking the barrels from different areas and blending it. So you're not a master blender overnight. No. no. That's why I'd never want to get into that. No. That's too much Well, you don't want to ruin your fun with your being at work. You know, that's going to be bad. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So, hey, and we're smoking a cigar here that I've never had before. Tell us about that. This is a pre-release cigar. This is our new cigar coming out end of January called Underrated. What's the ring gauge on? Is that a 50? Yes, I believe so. I think I gave you that sheet. So since they don't have bands on them or anything, it's hard for me to tell exactly what. Uh, I got your sheet. Yeah. <laughs> Here's your sheet. Oh, yeah. So this is the Toro, six and a quarter by 52. 52. See, that doesn't feel like a 52, but it's been a while since I've had that, but it reminds me of a smaller ring gauge. Yeah, it's just, just an, I think it's just at the right, because you smoke a lot of Robustos, which you're normally I smoke 50. a lot of Robustos that are 50, 50 yeah. and then I smoke a lot of others that are bound down below that. Down below Anywhere that. from like a Lonsdale yeah. and up. Yeah, but it's definitely a 52. It's just a little bit bigger than, a, for me, a little bit bigger than a Robusto, yeah. Size. Yeah, I, I, I haven't had a 52 in a while, and it's actually very nice. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So this is something that Luciano put together because... He is a master blender, and one of the things he works with a lot is tobacco. And he's always 
he carries around a bag with him all the time full of tobacco to blend stuff. And so he came up with this blend um, with a unique San Andreas wrapper. And then he added something people don't normally add is um, Connecticut Broadleaf as one of the fillers. So that was a really unique blend. He fell, he fell in love with it and said, this is something we should get out to everybody. And so with the San Andreas, usually you're getting predominantly a lot of spice. And with the Connecticut Broadleaf, as a Maduro, you get a lot of sweet. Yeah. And so it kind of mellows out the San Andreas. Exactly, yeah. So instead of getting a power bomb, you're actually getting a very nice, flavorful stick. Kind very of like, impressive. Kind of like how Maduro just to be a little bit sweet. It's kind of just like that. Yeah. yeah it's very yeah. impressive. Just on the few puffs I've had, I'm like, yeah. I don't know another cigar that I've had that tastes like that. No, it's really unique, and the good thing is it's going to be under price point of under $10, and some sizes under 9 or $8. So it's really going to be a great driver for, you know, hey, I want a cigar. Have you retro-held this? Yeah. Very smooth. I know. It's surprising, right? You wouldn't think this type of cigar would be that way. but a San Andreas wrapper that retros that smooth, I mean, it makes me think right out the gate, this is some really nice aged tobacco. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know all the details, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's trade secrets. He's, Sean's like, I ain't telling you all of it. I'm not dropping all my pants today. Just a little, you're just going to get partial moon. Not, not a full moon today. <laughs> yeah, that's that's nice. Yeah. So I think for him, it was, I think this it could go for 12 to $14 easy. But knowing Luciano, and he blended this, and the price point's what it is. And I just made a good cigar at a great price point, which is what we always do with our cigars. And so I've been experiencing people saying, wow, this is so inexpensive. I go, should we charge? I mean, we're giving it to you for good deals. <laughs> it's going to be something really, we're very excited about it. It's coming out in January. What's what's uh, Luciano's most expensive cigar? Uh, he just did, we did an Istanbul, Delay Istanbul, which went from 17 to $20 a stick. Okay. But that's the first time it went kind of above in that range. Most of them real retail from 10 to 13 Okay, so your average cost for the working man. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Yeah, and now this one is going to be. Now this is for the guys that are panhandling. This is no. This is like your new world cigar. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. You're panhandling. <laughs> Dunbarton tobacco. You can stand on the corner and within an hour you can go buy this. <laughs> I can. I'm a good panhandler. Okay, I believe you. I can talk somebody into giving me ten bucks. I believe you. I believe you can talk somebody into giving you ten bucks. Ooh. I like it, man. It's like, I don't even, I, I keep puffing. I don't want to smoke it too fast, but it's really unique. Yeah, I think we're going to do really well with it. We're all very excited about it. We did a sales meeting and everybody had one. We got to smoke it together. And what's the, what's the name of it? The unknown? Underrated. Oh, underrated. Underrated, yeah, because it's kind of hit under the radar, unbelievable cigar. It's underrated. When you look at it, you think it's going to be worth more. I mean, we talked about the wrapper being smooth and oily, especially for a San Andreas. Oh, and it it, it's, yeah. it has texture, but it's velvety. It's it's like soft yeah. and smooth, yeah. but it still has texture. Very interesting. When are these going to be released? End of January. So Oh, so soon. Yeah. And so what's great is, you know, in January when you have no money... I've got a new cigar for you that's really going to run. Or, or when my tax return comes, comes back, I can buy them by the it. box. Yeah, they're going to be retailing uh, box price from 150 to 170 Wow. MSRP. That's so, great. You know, and if you're buying a box, usually your shop gives you maybe 10%, 10% off. 10% off. You're talking now 
some really 135 right and then you got to pay the tax to the government, government yeah well everybody's got to do what they got to do yep yeah anyway so so yeah so that's going to be so our did you one. plan this bourbon for this cigar no well i would have been super impressed you could have lied i know but uh you're my friend and you know I'm not the great of a liar on camera, so. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it, it almost pairs it, very well, doesn't? Yeah, it? I'm like, because I was like, did you go with the 90 proof because you knew we were going to be smoking this and it would like dance together? They dance together very well, but I think this will even dance. So I did. The focus was lower proof to higher proof, because if I did that, reverse, what's number five on the proof? Uh, let me see. Is it at, Is it 130? I didn't put it on here, but it is it is like one thirty. Ah, oh, yeah, way up there. So the bourbons are just going to get better and better and yeah, better. Yeah, I think this is ninety. This was ninety five, ninety five, and this was like one thirty, something like that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm excited. This is really good. I don't know what it is. When do I get to find out what this is? Uh, we'll do it at the end. Okay, like when we get the five. After yeah, five, so. after five, yeah. I might not remember. <laughs> you can put in the show notes. No, probably not. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know what? You send me the show notes. <laughs> I can, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. So anyway, so let's talk a little bit more about me being a uh, road warrior, a windshield guy. So what's what's really cool is I get the chance to explore different lounges and see what they're doing, um, and some have really great deals, and they're some are. Um, there's a couple in Louisiana that have a beautiful cigar lounge uh, bar, and next door is the shop. So you can go in, and it's a full cigar shop, and you just walk through the side door, and you're in the cigar bar. You can get your drinks. So really is there nice. a door outside the both, both but there's a too. door in the there's middle? There's a door in the middle, too, yeah. I yeah. dig that. That's Don Juan Cigar Bar in um Baton Rouge, really great place. Man, I have not been to really Baton Rouge place. in a long yeah, time. Have cool. you have you tried some food down there? Oh, so I'd be dead within a week if I lived in Baton oh, Rouge. Oh yeah, it's so good. Yeah. I mean, it's and every place is so good. It's not just no, no. And, the, and Louisiana is the true Southern charm. Everyone is so nice and helpful. I mean, it's it's very odd. You know, I mean, you think there's it's pretty good here in Texas, but dude, we're, like we don't have Southern, Southern charm. No. We do not. You know what? People say Texans are friendly, and on the most part, they are, but they don't have Southern charm. No, no. I mean, I walked into one account, and they have multiple locations, and I said, hey, I'm Sean O'Connor. I'm you know, from Luciano, and I'm, you know, I'm here to talk to the manager, cigar buyer. Okay, sweetie, well, they're not at this shop. They're at another location. Let me go check the schedule. Okay, she's going to be on at 2. Her name is uh, Darlene. She'll be there. I'll call her let you know you're coming. Are you going to be there at 2 or are you going to be there a little later? <laughs> I'm just like, you know, let's, I'm just like. This is the greatest gift in the world that you're giving me. You know? Yeah, because you can walk in a sh- shop in Texas randomly. I'm not going to name any of them, but you walk in and you're like, hey, can I so-and-so? They're not here. Yep, they're not here. Are they coming in? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> right. Can you text them? No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you can leave your cigars. I just drove 400 miles. You can't text them. <laughs> you can leave your cigars and maybe, maybe they'll get them. Maybe. So You ever think that when you leave cigars, like the guy who – Orders the cigars, never even gets them. Yes, that does definitely happen. Yeah. You know it happens. Oh, I know it happens, yeah. So you think I, when I go back the second time and I go, well, did you like this Maria Lucia? <laughs> they go, oh, I don't think I had that one. 
I look at the guy. You know? <laughs> You're like, <laughs> goes, you remember those cigars I gave you? I, I think we gave them to him, but you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's part of the deal. So did it's the guys the that you give them to, they smoked them? Yeah, at least they'll smoke them. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. Will, somebody will smoke them, you know. Right. Sometimes that works in my favor because then they really like them. They say, hey, you got to talk to this guy when he's coming in or... Yeah, well, let me call him. I like those cigars, so that that works out too. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So, going from the medical field to repping, oh, well, let's back up a minute. You didn't just dive straight in from what you used to do. You actually went and worked at a lounge yep. at the Good Cigar. Our good friend Al Roman. Al Roman. Yep. Uh, you worked at his lounge for a while, yep. and so I applaud you for doing that because. You think everybody thinks they're like, oh, I can just go be a rep. But if you learn what goes on in the shop behind the scenes, it just helps you so much when you go visit these lounges. It's education. And I grew my knowledge base. So my first interview was in March with Luciano and I didn't get hired. And basically it was because I have no experience. And so Al heard this and he said, well, why don't you come work for me part time? And I can teach you the ins and outs and tell you, I'll explain to you the business and um, you know, when the time came open for the job to come open again, my interview was very simple. I know what you said to me last time. I really liked it. But what have you learned? And I said, basically, this is what I learned. Al had a big event. They had a good they had a good cigar there. But the cigar guy sold them too many of the high-end cigars and not enough of the regular cigars for a big anniversary event. And they sold all the regular cigars, but not very many of the high-end cigars. But then Al couldn't reorder because he's got cigars to move that he's stuck, kind of stuck with. So that was kind of bad direction from the rep. You're doing a big event, a lot of new people coming in. They're not necessarily going to buy your top-end cigars, right? Because you're going to have more people coming in that are just kind of new to the shop. Or, oh, I heard you're an anniversary event. Or I only come once a month or twice a month or whatever. They're not necessarily your big cigar buyers. So when you have that many people coming in, you got to focus on your group and what's going on. Know your so, people. Know your people, and know your product, and know what know you would understand what's going to sell to who's who's coming in. So those are the questions that I immediately picked up on. Like, okay, when I'm doing an event, I got to ask, okay, is this your your big event for the day? Is this your big day that you have a lot of people in, or is this just a cutting light on Tuesday nights? Right. You know. So, are you doing a whiskey tasting? Are you doing anything else? Can we, you know, and that way you can get the people in the door. So, but understanding that. As a job, as, as a rep, it's not just to sell them cigars, but help them grow their business so that you can grow your business in that store. So it's a partnership. Yeah, you got to have that partnership. You got to build the relationship. You can't just come in and sell them the world yeah. and then take off and expect them to do all the work. Right. You, you got to lay it out for them so that they can be successful. Yeah. And if you come in and give them all your high-end cigars. What does that do? I mean... We smoke a lot of cigars, me and you, Larry, Ed. No, Ed doesn't smoke, sorry. But uh, anyway, how often are you buying 20 to $25 cigars? Not very often. I mean, it's rare. It's usually on a, on a, for a, an occasion. Yeah. Or if it's like, man, I haven't treated myself in a while. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, I'm going to spend 30 bucks, And then I probably won't do that again for a while. Right. So I don't want to get stuck with a bunch of high-end cigars, cigars because everybody's not buying those every day. Yeah. And that was – so that when I explained that to my new boss – So what, what like, cigar brand was that? 
I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Try to get you in trouble. It's a great brand, and they do very well. But for that event, focusing on who's coming in. Yeah, they got you know, great cigars. So they just have a shitty rep. <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say, Sean? <laughs> I'm saying is if the event was for their locker members, who are more advanced cigar smokers, that might be a better time for those high-end cigars to be sold because you know them and I know them. But the average person walking in for a big anniversary event with food and music and all that stuff, they're not necessarily going to be that connoisseur-level cigar buyer to buy those high-end cigars. And I think that's your general market. Right. The general market doesn't come in to buy all the high-end cigars. I don't even buy them most of the time. I'm smoking the good stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you got hired. Like, how long did it take you to go, holy crap, I am Mad Max on the highway. Like, I am in my car every day. So I will say that uh, the first three months I spent just going around. I just finished San Antonio. I didn't even get to Austin. Austin's the one market I probably haven't gone to yet. But all the big markets I finally gone to. But you have to learn a lot. So... For example, in Arkansas, in southern Arkansas, I went to a cigar lounge. I looked it up online. They had a humidor, and they had some chairs and people in there on pictures online. You know, so pull into this lounge, dirt parking lot. I'm like, eh, not great, but eh, there's some cars out there. You know, I get closer. It's just got a big board over the window. It says cigar lounge, like somebody just painted it in their backyard. You know, I'm like, well, this isn't great, but, you know, maybe they had a window that broke. Who knows? Open the door up, and it's full of gambling machines. Oh. And it turned into a gambling dentist, no longer a cigar lounge. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you opened it up, and it was, like, super nice. No, it's the exact opposite. So, for me, it's right now, it's exploring the market and trying to find out where the key accounts are and who's a player and who's not a player, who has a great staff that would be invested in getting my cigar in there and, and working with me to sell it. Versus the stores that just go, the humidor is over there, or the cigars are over there. Those aren't the guys that I'm going to do well in. We're building our name up, but we're not, you know, CAO, Macanudo, those type of names. We're getting the... Good. We're, we're getting a great reputation. You're not General Cigar. We're not General Cigar. And that's, I mean, I don't smoke them. Very rarely am I smoking General right. Cigars. And I'm not saying that General's bad. No. I used to be one of those, you know snobby boutique guys that would be like oh general sucks and blah, blah, you know it's like but you know what they make good cigars too they do they're not really my cup of tea right but they have a place in the market and they do they do but what i'm looking for is a store that has interactive staff with their audience oh that's and they're so trying to good. build their, their their sales up and so forth that's where i'll do well because i know we have great cigars but if you're gonna sit there and look at them. And if you don't recognize one, you recognize another, your choice is going to be made immediately. So understanding that and, and going into a shop and talking to the staff, talking to the owners, finding out what they're doing, how they're building their, their clientele. Are they doing events? Are they doing things for their members? Are they, do, do they have a lockership member? Do they have a private club member? Those kind of things. And then interacting with them to come up with creative ways to sell the cigars, not just, Hey, we're having a cut and light Tuesday. You know, let's, can we maybe do, we've got a cigar Mas Ignis that goes well with wine. Maybe we do a wine tasting with that. Or if you do Whiskey Wednesday and your shop's full of all the patrons for that, that's a great time for us to go in there because a lot of our cigars go well with whiskey, as you're finding out. 
Very nice. Yeah. So yeah, and I'm enjoying this. I've probably retro held this more than yeah. I've retro held any other cigar in the last three months. Yeah. It's so smooth. It's great. So I'm re- ready for another bourbon, by the way. Oh, well, yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> You're over there yakking. I'm like, hey, man, I'm thirsty over here. Ed, would you like to try one of these? We don't even know what it is, but I promise you this is good. You mind if Ed has a little pour, taster? If he can get up, look at him over there. Well, yeah. we—that's a given, Larry. Right. Larry's over there. Like, Don't forget about me. All right, let me take All a little right. sniff of this. Okay, okay. You know what always sucks though, like when you have the best bourbon first. You ever have that happen? You know, this is spicy. What do you think? I haven't had it yet. You haven't had it yet? Why aren't you? I was asking you a question. Don't you hate it when you have the best bourbon first? Yeah, you can't do that. Right. I did that once on accident. Like, the guy that was having me taste these two different ones, he didn't know that. He was pretty new at bourbon, but he likes good bourbon. And he just said, yeah, take whichever one you want. I just randomly picked one, and it was delicious. And then the second one, I was like, eh, it's okay. Well, I tried to make it so it'll be a progression of tasting, so. Mm, what do you think? That's good. It, it I, I like to let it just resonate. You know what I mean? It's not as, it's spicy. There's no burn. No, there's no burn. There's no burn. It's got a good. It's got, it's got a lot of the flavor that I'm used to without the burn. Right. Is that what you would say? Yeah. I, would I say mean, that. caramel, maybe some vanilla. I get a little vanilla. I don't get much caramel. I get a little more spice notes to it. My palate, when I taste caramel, I taste vanilla. If I taste vanilla, you I taste, taste caramel. caramel. Gotcha. Because I really can't tell the difference unless I'm drinking uh, vanilla extract or chewing a caramel <laughs> candy. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. No, that's good, though. Yeah. This is something new. Uh, this is uh, one of their high-end bourbons, higher-end bourbons. I found the regular bourbon that I really love, and I drank a bunch of it. So I bought the higher-end one for this steel. Have you had it before? No. Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, so I'm excited to try it with Did you. you. You didn't try it when you were pouring it? No, I didn't. I I'm impressed. Very, well, I was pouring them at 5 in the morning, so and I had to drive Did here. you pour them today? Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at you. Brother, I work for you, baby. <laughs> I got up at five in the morning to pour these bourbons in I bottles. Think, I think you could just like market at these one through five. <laughs> you could start a side hustle right there. Oh, brother. More, more, I need more to, work. More work. Yeah, more driving around. Great. Sounds like a good plan to me. No, that that's good, too. It's different. Yeah, it's real different. And it goes well with this cigar. We're doing good. Or is, this, is this cigar going to go well with all of them, you think? I'm really interested to see how it goes well with the, the, the higher one. proof. The higher proof one, yeah. Because usually be, I want to. be a little overmatched for that. Maybe. That's what I was going to say. Usually when I'm going to go with a really high proof, I will uh, smoke a heavier cigar. Yeah. I, well, this will get more intense flavors. Oh, as we go. The final third is pretty. So maybe it'll work out perfectly. You might be hitting it right. You might be hitting it right. Nice. Every once in a while. A blind squirrel finds a nut. And? And I, I've got four eyes, and it's still tough to find a nut. 
Oh, <laughs> I don't have a hard time finding the nut at all. <laughs> I'm in the shower, <laughs> lathered up. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Anyway, uh, so how are you enjoying being a rep? I mean, like it's night and day from what you used to do. Yeah, so it's a challenge. Sales are a challenge, obviously. Um, we had some representation in the market a year ago and some placements. And then the previous rep, they didn't hire me in March like they should have, uh, didn't do didn't do a lot of legwork. So I lost a lot of placements. So now I'm going back around and trying to get those things back in. So they and you know what? Know that's, me, that's, but- also, that's also could be a good thing in your favor because they had an experience with a dude that was fly by night, yeah. didn't really care. You yeah. care. I care. And that's going to show. Uh, I'm going to keep bugging them until they buy. So, Well, I mean, <laughs> over time, though, that's building the relationship, and it shows you care. They'll, they'll figure that out. Once they figure that out, once they know that they can trust you, that's a big part of it, too. 100%. 100%. Like, if you come in and you tell me how great these cigars are, and I buy them from you, and then I never see you again, I don't want to do that. No. And if nobody's talking to you about the cigars or your staff about the cigars then they're not going to remember to recommend them or keep them in the front of their mind. And so it's all a matter of keeping it in front of mind of the, your consumer and then also the, the retailers that sell it. Gotcha. You know. Now, will this have a band? Yes, it's going to have a very simple band that just says Okay, un- I thought underrated. I saw that. Yeah, it just says underrated. This is it, the yeah. pre-release, so there's just no band. No band on it, yeah. Yeah. It's a very nice cigar. Yeah, I know. And for the price, I think we're going to really knock them out of the park. Really yeah, do. that's really good. Yeah. I'm excited. Everybody, the whole staff is all excited. And so we're pre-selling now to accounts. So if you're an account that's looking for the cigar, uh, reach out to your Luciano salesman, and we'll be selling a pre-sale. So all the accounts get it. So I'm already telling my accounts, if you're only ordering a couple boxes, and when it goes out, it might be out for a little bit. You might want to think about ordering more, so. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just throw this out there, okay? And this isn't to you. Gunny out in Atlanta, if you're listening, you might want to hit Sean up and get the uh, oh, you know who contact our, information about. You know who our rep is there? Trent. Oh, Trent yeah, is yeah, the yeah, rep yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Gunny, reach out to Trent. He knows yeah. Trent. Yeah. And uh, talk to him because, you know what? I don't know a lot about the brand, but what I'm smoking now, I'm really enjoying and that Maria Lucia was lights out. Like I've been talking about that cigar since I smoked it. Yeah. Like and that doesn't happen often. So let me tell you the story about that real quick. Uh, Cause it's kind of a cool story. So it's named after uh, Luciano's mother. Um, she passed away when he was 12. So he didn't mm. really get to know her that much. When he started raising his own kids, his one daughter kept, when she was 14, kept saying, Hey, Dad, I keep seeing this woman in my dreams. You know, Dad's listen and okay, you know, don't think much of it and so forth and so on. A few years later, Luciano's uncle finds a box of letters and some pictures, sends them to Luciano. So the family's really excited, you know. So they get there and they start opening these, this box up and these letters. And the picture comes out. And the daughter goes, Dad, that's the woman I saw in my dreams. And I drew the picture. And so... There's a side-by-side comparison of the picture and the actual drawing that she drew. And that drawing became the label Maria Lucia. Oh, no way. That's cool, dude. And so she was intensely bold. And so he wanted to make an intensely bold cigar with a Connecticut broadleaf wrapper to honor her memory. Of course, anything that's going to be named after your mother, 
you know it's going to be damn good. And I'll just say this. What little of the cigars I've smoked from Luciano, even the bold, it's not like out of place strong. It's bold, but smooth. Smooth, yeah. And bold flavors, but it's not going to punch you. Right. Not going to peppery bombs, you know, punch you. You don't need a up. sugar cube halfway no, through. No, no, no. Yeah, he, he's something. I've, I've heard a lot of good things about him. Across the board, not just about how good of a blender he is, but I've heard a lot of good things about just he's a good person. Yeah. And we like good people. We like good people, yeah. Because there's enough of those not good people out there. That's true. That's true. And like, well, like this, this could be a $14 cigar easy, but he blended and it. And I'm glad it's not. <laughs> he Thank you. It, yeah, he blended it and that the price is what the price is. You know, and that's, I think, what's really cool. I, I feel good working for a company that's standing behind their products and what they do in integrity. Uh, for I'll give you an example, too. So my old car, my Dodge Challenger, that was dying. So I had to text my boss. I said, you know, my car is not running. You know, is it okay if I, you know, here's, here's the price of a rental car. And he immediately wrote back, approved. And then he called me on the phone and said, I just want to thank you for coming up with uh, – being so uh, for proactive. proactive and thinking, I'm going to make this work and getting out there and making it happen no matter what. And I was like, thank God you let me borrow, get a rental car so I can go keep doing my job. And so you're right. I, 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 I need to make money. <laughs> yeah. But that was, I was like floored by that, you know? Just well, because a lot of people aren't that way. Yeah. A lot of people would be like, man, my car broke down. I'm not going to be able to work until I get it fixed. Exactly. Exactly. But also, I was worried of like, I'm giving you guys more cost, you know, and I'm just starting out. Right. And I'm not making a lot of sales, but they know that I'm planting the seeds to make more sales. So they were like, yeah. Oh, dude, I don't know if they've told you, but I can tell right now they are happy as a pig in shit with what you're doing. (laughs) I hope so. And I think. Oh, no, they are. I know that. And I haven't heard that. I don't have any inside information. I'm just telling you as someone who works with a lot of people, you're very happy to have someone who is eager and reliable and trustworthy. Yeah. You're all of those things. Yeah. Well, it just makes me fall in love with the company more. And the cigars are amazing. So it's a good gig. It's That's really awesome, man. I'm happy for you. I'm proud of you. Thank you, brother. All right. We're going to shift gears here, and uh, we're going to go through some of the uh, reeling in the years, so to speak. Of cigar talk, yeah. you've been you've been part of the cigar talk family for a long time. Yes, I started when you had the uh, you did a deal with the shop on Renegades, and you were doing a monthly cigar uh, monthly subscription club. Oh, you were there! Yeah. Wow, okay, that's been a while. Yeah. That's like three and a half, four years four ago. Four years ago, yeah. Wow, yeah. And so Renegade was my shop, and I I'd heard about this from them and they said and he's doing a pod he does a podcast and i was like oh i'm in i'll get the cigars i'll get a chance to really learn more about cigars from a great guy from doing a cigar podcast and you're and, like that dude doesn't know shit <laughs> and i was really happy that it was he drinks of- a lot he smokes a lot and every now and then he says some funny shit mm-hmm. that's what i do I smoke a lot, I drink a lot, and every now and then well, I say some funny shit. I fell in love with the show, and then I went back and listened to all the shows from the beginning, 
which was like another 100 hours. So it was great. So, <laughs> so have you listened to every episode? Every episode, yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't got no hobbies. And some episodes that are <laughs> no longer available. I heard them early. <laughs> yeah, you know, we've had to take some episodes <laughs> down that were not politically correct enough. Like, you know, we're not really politically correct. Yeah. But there's some, you know, we don't want to intentionally offend people. And sometimes when I'm drunk, I forget that. And so when I sober up, I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I got to take that down. Oh, yeah. oh, that reminds me. Cannonball Run. You know who you guys are? Dean Martin and Sammy Davis Jr. Oh! oh. Get out! Get out! <laughs> <laughs> I'm Do you know how I'm tall <laughs> Sammy Davis Jr. was? He was like a Muppet. I'm six foot seven, and I have both my eyes. Was he five? No, was he five foot? I think he was about five two. I think. <laughs> I just watched Cannonball Run like oh, oh, last movie. week. So great! Because yeah. I'm so excited about this charity event that I went and watched the movie. Now, I don't know if I've ever seen Cannonball 2, but number one was awesome. Do you remember all the people in that movie? Yeah, it was great. I mean, everybody who was somebody during that time period was in that. Farrah Fawcett was in that movie. Oh, yeah. She's great. Man, she looked good back then. Yeah. God rest her soul. Yeah. Didn't she dead? Yes, she passed away. Yeah. Not that long ago. But you guys have done some really cool things. I was trying to think about all the fun stuff you guys have done over the years. Uh, so for me, the cool events, you remember you did the Top 100? With oh, yeah. All the uh, guys. We had all the Patreon members Patreon submit, members was it 10 cigars each or yeah, something like cigars, that? And then yeah. we tried to weed out the doubles. Yeah. You know, we weren't going to put 10 and 10 and 10 with a bunch of doubles, but we came out with 100 cigars. Yeah, that was really cool. <clears throat> and there was a lot of good cigars. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, you guys did the Panther Island event. That was your first live feed event. That was our first event. I mean. Oh, your first event. Okay. Well, I mean, we'd done cigar events, but that was our first, like, you know, big event. I don't even call that an event. What do you call that? Like a cigar expo type yeah, thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. A show. A show, yeah. And so I was blown away. I didn't know how they worked. Yeah. I mean, what was the first one you ever went to? I went to the Great Smoke in Florida. That was amazing. But weren't you blown away the first time? You're like, I, I don't know how it works. You're just like, holy shit, there's cigars like, everywhere. There's Carlito right there. Oh, my God, I'm talking to him. You know, it's, you know there's uh, um, uh, Nick from Paradomo. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. That was really cool. To see all those manufacturers there, it was great. Now, see, at Panther Island... Uh, and that was the uh, one done by the, uh, wasn't it Cigar Snob magazine? I think so, yeah. I think they did that one. That one was more, I don't know, local Texas brands. Brands and reps and, yeah. And uh, whiskeys. Right. And some other things. But when I went to TPE, like, that really blew me away. Yeah, all those, oh, you had all those great interviews there, too. Yeah. I mean, Michael Herklotz. Like that interview, dude. So, and you know what's funny is, and I apologize, Michael, for what I'm about to say, <laughs> but I go over, well, first of all, I had talked to him long before TPE, and we had already discussed that we were, he was going to do an interview. So I go in, and you know that dude dresses like he's on the cover of Forbes magazine. GQ, okay. Man. Yeah. GQ. GQ. And so I go in, and we, dude, 
So I don't know anything about TPE. And you know me, I don't really dress up much. <laughs> well, folks, he is wearing his... Ta-da! The original. He talked me into it. So, but no, uh, I asked Michael, I said, so this event, I mean, how how are you going to dress? And he said, I dress to be the best dressed in the place. And I was like, okay, well, that's not going to be me. But the funny thing is, we finally get our shit set up to do interviews and... I go over to his booth, and uh, he sees me. He says, I'll be right with you. I wait. He comes over. He's like, hey, man, how you doing? He's a super nice guy. And I'm like, yeah, man, uh, I'm ready to do an interview whenever you have time. And he's like, I can do it now. How long does it take? And I said, oh, about 20 minutes. (laughs) Now, you know, and I know that I know it's not going to be 20 minutes. His interview was an hour and a half. Well, it was a great interview, though. It was. It was and I was honored because there was a couple of times I was even like, hey, man, if you got to go. And he's like, no, no, I'm good. Yeah. And I was like, I was honored. You know what yeah, I mean? You oh, got yeah. Michael Herklot sitting here not trying to get out of here. Right. And he just started launching cigar brand and he's, he's in there talking to you. <laughs> right. Because he's like, because when he asked me how long it'd take and I said 20 minutes, he's like, okay, that'll work because I got a lot of people that are coming by and I would like to talk to them. And I was like, hey, no problem. So I was thinking I would rush through it. There was no Russian. He was just laid back, open. Telling a story, yeah. Telling great stories. And I'll tell you a funny story about him was, like, I didn't even know that he knew this guy. Like, I follow a guy on Instagram, and I, I don't know his handle off the top of my head, but he goes around setting up like the drums and guitars at these big badass concerts. Wow. And he also plays. And so anyway, I'm following this dude and I even like left a message on several of his posts. He never responded, but I was like, dude, I would love to have you on the show sometime. Cause I'd love what you do. And I mean, he's doing this equipment and set up and music and testing out the equipment before the show. For like big fucking names. Big X, yeah. 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 And anyway, I'm scrolling through this dude's feed one day, and there is him and Mike Herkelotz. <laughs> Michael, sorry. Now, you're aware that Michael went to uh, Berkeley as a as a drum major. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So I copied that picture and posted it on my post. And tagged him in it. And I was like, dude, this was so freaking cool. I can't believe you know this dude. And y'all go way back. That's awesome. Small world. Small world. But no, that was a great interview. But what was so cool about it was being at TPE was I had never, like I had done interviews with guys that I consider to be cigar famous. But to have all of them in one place was just like, you know, wow, big time. That was really cool. And people were coming to let me interview them. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. I was like, hey, you, were, you were being courted. You weren't having to court them. Yeah. Oh, it was awesome, dude. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. You've had some really cool people. You had, well, Al Roman was his first podcast was on your podcast. Yeah. Had Al Roman on uh, the guys uh, over at uh, West End, yeah. uh, the Straight Talk. Yeah, we've had them on. Yeah. We've had uh, Dad smoking cigars on. Yeah, 
we've had Ash spoken Ashes with Ash. We've yep. had her on. I mean, anybody who wants to come on our show, <laughs> we will let you on our show. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, you've had- except for shirtless Mike. Oh, gotcha. I invited him to be on the show. Yeah. And he's I was he was like, Yeah, man, I'd love to. And I was like, Hey man, but you know, we do video and you're gonna have to wear a shirt. And he's like, Ah, oh, I can't do that. And I was like, All right. That's his brand. That's his brand. I was like, That's cool, but I don't want to sit here and look at your tits no, all day. No, it's tough, yeah. <laughs> I was like it's not as exciting as you think it's gonna be. I mean, some people might like that, but I'm out. So I like Mike too. Don't get me wrong. I just didn't well, want to I mean, look at his boobs. You know, I, I, I will say one thing, which I'm really impressed with. And over the years, you've gotten even better, which is hard to say. But your interviews have gotten better and better over the years. You're always well-researched. You always bring up ex- interesting things in their background and their their journey and have them explain it to, to our audience, which I love because I get to hear the insights. I mean, the Steve Sokov interview was really good. You've had Robert Caldwell was good. Robert, Robert Caldwell was one of my favorite interviews too. Yeah, you, you had uh, used to uh, Iroa. You had Carlito. You had Carlito. You had Frank. Uh, let's see. You had who Jonathan else? Drew. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jonathan Drew. That was a great interview too. That uh, dude's a trip. Terrence Riley was one of Terrence your Terrence Riley was an early very one. Very early interview. Yeah, super nice dude. Oh, great guy. Have you met him in person? Uh, no, he well, is tall. I, I have met him briefly. Like him and Larry could dance together. Yeah, I met him at an event real quick, briefly. Yeah, tall dude, super really nice. Yanko, uh, of course, was on. Yanko was awesome. Al McAuliffe, Al McAuliffe, I, you know, crew. Al McAuliffe is one of my favorite people on the oh, planet. He is just such what I call the salt of the earth type people. Oh, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I mean, the dude drove. 70 something years old across the United States going to every shop that carries his cigars, basically just to pop in and say, thank you. Yeah. And, and brought huge swag. I actually won the, one of the Frigidors. Oh, nice. Frigidors from him. Yeah. Nice. Uh, That was really cool. Um, he's a great guy. Now you've had some really funny shows. You had the Bobo, the clown show, Bobo, the smoking clown show. Yep. So I want to tell you guys, if you've never heard that episode, so this was uh, John. John was a big fan of the show. He was actually a Patreon. And, you know, I mean, he hinted about being on the show for like months. And I really didn't want to have him on the show because he was kind of a oddball. Like he doesn't, he can't, he can't follow through on conversations very well. Right, so right. I was like, you know, I, I think he'll be all over the place. Right. So I finally told him, I said, hey, man, you want to be on the show? And he was like, yes. And I was like, all right, dude, this day, this time, we'll do a video, and I'll just do a regular interview with you. And he was all excited. Uh, We did it. It was cool. And he was super excited, told all of his friends he was going to be on the show. Well, what he didn't know was I would ask a question to him, and then I would mute his speaker so he couldn't hear what i was saying and then i would ask another question so that his answer sounded like he was answering a different question (laughs) and i made the guy sound like a clown and so i would say how long you've been smoking cigars that's what he would hear and i would say how long did your parents work for the circus and you know and then he would be like oh about six months and blah 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 i was like wow and you turned out to be a clown already that's awesome bro so it really played off but 
he didn't know. Oh, yeah. Did you know that? Yeah, kind of. He didn't. He didn't know that <laughs> that I just did didn't quite that. mesh right, right. But yeah, that made sense. So when I went back and edited it, though, like I made it fit to where yeah. there were none of the yeah. questions that he heard yeah. and all the questions that the audience heard. And I changed his voice yeah, to be like a clown. <laughs> and he was not happy. <laughs> but that was hilarious. He just got Rob Jones. He did. <laughs> but that but that was a lot of fun. And, you know, he came down here to see us. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. for the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, yeah Super Bowl Sunday, like th- two years ago, three years ago. You had Terry Runnels, the the wrestler. The, the wrestler. Yeah. yeah, that was really Terry cool. Runnels is a badass. Yep, you had the bank robber. That oh yeah, John uh, John Lafoya. Yeah, Lahoya. Lahoya, that's right. Yeah, go he back robbed twenty three banks. People, it was a cool. That was a super cool episode. Yeah, that and dude, his, you know, he's done a podcast, and he goes back and tells his whole story. And it was very disturbing. Like, he suffered a lot of child abuse. Mm-hmm. Like, he tried to kill his dad. Wow. And so, but having him on the show and, whoa, 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 is that empty? <laughs> let's let's it's finish. Hard, it's hard to tell with the golden glass. Hmm. <laughs> okay, no dead air. Sorry. There we go. So, I'm pouring number three. Three. Cha, 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 cha. Okay. All right. Go. Thank you. Thank go. you. Let me get a whiff. Mmm, that's that picks it up a little bit. It does. We're starting to get a little bit higher proof. And you know what else I love about this cigar that we're smoking here is it burns very slow. Oh yeah. So the Connecticut Broadleaf is making it not burn fast. Let's just call it a eight nine dollar cigar. Yep. And you're this this cigar is going to last for more than an hour to an hour and a half, wouldn't you say? Well, easily. And we both smoke fast, so we're smoking slow, which is crazy, right? But I have actually slowed down my smoking a lot. Uh, You know, back in the day, I smoked eight cigars a day on average. Mm -hmm. Now I smoke four to five. I was going to say seven and a half. (laughs) No, no. I, I really, I mean, sometimes a cigar will last me two or three hours. Now, I do have to relight it. Several more times. often, yeah, yeah, yeah of but instead of just smoking through it, like I'll set it down and I'll get busy doing something, and then I'll be like, Oh, my cigar went out, and I relight it and I keep smoking, and then I let it go out and I relight it. Are you, are you trying to enjoy them more? Is that the I am, I am, I am because when you're burning through, you miss a lot, gotcha. You know what I mean? It's like if you're if you're driving through a petting zoo doing 80, you're not going to enjoy the animals. Right. That's Unless true. they're in the road. <laughs> Just mowing them down. <laughs> was that a penguin? <laughs> no, that was a guy in a tuxedo. Don't, don't worry about it. All right, all right, all right. No, that was a child in a tuxedo. Yeah. Um, you've also been to some really cool lounges. You started off at the train car, which I just went to the, for the first time. What did you think about it? Loved it. Isn't that a great Brent, lounge? Brent is awesome there, man. Brent, his wife, Camille. Yeah. Great people. I love those people. I just messaged him and told him I wanted to come over there and do a show. That's where Cigar Talk started. Like, I didn't even, I think we barely even came up with the name Cigar Talk. And it was like, how much thought do you think went into the name of this show? (laughs) 
I like Let's cigars, see. and I'm going <laughs> to <laughs> Boom, we got a show. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, and I'll tell you this. Uh, I had to do it twice. Did oh, you know that? I went over there, and the equipment we're malfunctioned. We're going to the infamous stories later, yes, but yeah. And, and, this is the first one of them. And, and the infamous story is that I told Brent that the machine malfunctioned. The truth is I didn't know what I was doing, and I ruined it. <laughs> But you know what? They were very gracious. They were like, yeah, man, come on back. Bumps in the road, baby. Bumps in the road. And the, and I've been over there. I've done multiple shows over there. Yeah. And I've gone over there even when I'm not doing shows just because I love those people. Yeah. And they got a great facility. They do. It's really a cool spot. What day of the week did you go? Do you remember? Like, was it during the week? It was, yeah, it was during the week. It was a Wednesday. And uh, it was just like 3 o'clock. And people were starting to come in and getting off of work, coming in, having a drink and having a cigar. And it was still warm outside of the big patio area. Oh, so dude. They got the themselves. raised patio. Yeah. And then they have the courtyard. Yeah. Me cool. and Tim went one time on the weekend. Dude, I bet there was 250 people there or more. Yeah. It's, it's, they had live band. Yeah. And the funny thing is, everybody's in the courtyard watching the band. Me and Tim are in that lounge car, and it's just us. It's perfect. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Nobody noticed. I was. We were necking. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's a joke. I hope so. Tim, yes, yes, Tim, yes, yes. Tim's got thin lips. You know, you don't need somebody with a little bit. He has thin skin, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I put my foot in that one. You've also been to Enfuego and McKinney. I was there for that one. That was yeah, cool. yeah, wow. yeah, with yeah. Uh, Michael. That yeah. He owns that shop. Yeah, so that was uh, cool. Tim, that was where Tim met you. Yeah, yep, 100%. Great shop. Uh, you went to Renegade. You've been there. I've Renegade. been there multiple times. Yep. Uh, you went to the Safari Lounge and unfortunately. Nebraska, Omaha. Yeah, it's gone now, yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, well, you're talking about Safari in Fort Worth. Fort Worth, yeah. I never did a show there. Oh, okay. But I went there. The lounge that I did a show in was the uh, cig- uh, Safari Cigar Lounge in Omaha, Nebraska. Ah, uh, yeah. So did you know that was not I didn't. I, I was getting mixed up, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So that breaks my heart. I never got to do the one in Fort Worth. And uh, do you remember the owner's name? So he was, he was famous, dude. Like he was a videographer and he was a skydiver. He was, uh, I mean, he did all this. Cra- well, it was called Safari because when you walked up, it was an old building. And when you walked up, it was like the steps get narrow, narrow, narrow until you're like on the top. Uh-huh. And then there's two doors. One door went into the cigar lounge and this door went into a gun shop. Oh, but that's there was a right. door yeah. in the middle because he owned both. Yeah, cool. And when you went in there, there were, animal heads everywhere on one wall and then the other wall was nothing but marilyn monroe posters oh i love it it was awesome and i only met the owner once and it was was still when i was very very new into cigar talk and i was i was i was shy believe it or not i I, yeah i'm not sure about that but you can tell that story (laughs) (laughs) well I, I go in, I get a cigar, and they have an espresso. So I had an espresso, and I and there's like all these old men, like you know, sixty five and up, and they're like sitting in a half square, but the chairs are all the way around, you know. Right. So I just sit down, light up my cigar, and I'm enjoying my espresso, and I'm listening to these great stories, and I'm not saying a word. Oh, the owner was Pop, 
And Pop, so yeah, that's right. Pop leaned forward and he looked at me and goes, you can join in. And I was like, nah, man, I'm good. I'm just listening. These stories are great. And he was like, you know, none of them are true. <laughs> I was like, that's fine, man. That's fine. But, you know, he died of COVID. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I didn't even know that until like almost six months later. I was like, dude, I need to go up to Pops. And they were like, dude, that shop is no longer a cigar shop. His kids got it when he died. And I was like, died? Yeah, he got hit by COVID, dude. And then his kids turned it into like a CBD shop. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. I was like, dude, and that shop had been open since the 60s. I'm turning over my grave. I'm not even dead yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude. And then I heard the CBD shop went out of business and they sold the whole building. I was like, dude, man, that was special. Did you ever get to go in there? No, no. So when you went in, like it was it was a long building, kind of like what Jay's is, right? but longer. So you would go in and there was like, at the front, there was like a stage that was like a foot higher than the rest of the place and had a baby grand piano. And like he would have people come in and play the piano, the banjo, acoustic, whatever. And then there was like multiple seating, like club chairs. And then at the back, there was some sofas. And then there was a humidor that was probably like a 8 by 8. No, probably about a 10 by 10. Right. But then if you kept walking down the hallway, there was another room where you could just sit and drink wine. and Because they sold wine. They sold booze, too. But if you kept going down that hall from there, there was an outdoor patio to smoke. Oh, wow. Like, dude, this place was amazing. This place, yeah. And it was around since the 60s, and now it's gone. Treasure. It was a treasure. Oh, kids. All right, what else you got? So, uh, oh, S- oh, Smoker's Abbey. Smoker's Abbey, yeah. In Austin. In Austin. Have you been down there? Not yet, no. That's one market I haven't gone to is Austin. I have time. Well, you should swing by there. You know they only carry boutiques. Yeah, they're going to be a great account, I'm sure. Yeah, we did a show there, and uh, Ian was the guy he owns it and i forgive me i can't remember his wife's name but they were a great couple and their shop wasn't very big but the way it was laid out was perfect like they maximized every square inch good people yeah so i mean you've really done a lot of cool things since you started oh don't leave out mike rosales we went to the roma craft headquarters and did a four-hour show show That was another one. Mike was like, hey, yeah, man, come by. We'll do it at the shop when, or the headquarters whenever you're ready. We make a date and time. And he's like, how long do you think it'll take? And I was like, well, to set up the equipment and do the interview, we'll probably be there for an hour. Dude, we were there for five hours. Wow, that's awesome. Well, dude, when we got done recording, we hung out and just talked to Mike for another hour. Yeah. Like that dude was. That's the cigar community, though. 100%. 100%. Now, I do. I will say this, Skip. We're Hope you're for, listening, Skip. We're for you. Yeah, we're I for want you. Skip on the show. I've been trying to get Skip on the show for four and a half years. He's like a... He's your white whale. He's a dodger. You know what I mean? He's your white whale. Yeah, he is, man. You're still Ahab. Uh, I, I, I'm a big fan of Romacraft. Yeah. I think they do great work. Yeah. Uh, you, when, you go, when you buy a Romacraft cigar, you know what you're getting. 100%. And so I respect that, and Mike was hospitable, great storyteller, really enjoyed it. So if you haven't heard that interview, go back and listen to that one. And it's it's in two different episodes because they're two hours each. 
Well, you also did your big live event, your charity fundraiser. Oh, yeah, the uh, telethon. Telethon. Yeah. Wow, that was an amazing uh, amazing production for what you all did. I mean, Well, the production wasn't that good. Well, but, I mean, just to pull. We learned a lot. You pulled a lot off for what you did. Uh that was that was probably the most stressful event I've ever been a part of. And I mean, I participated uh where three different people didn't know which ones were pulling the trigger that killed an inmate, and that wasn't even that <laughs> stressful. stressful. <laughs> it was like <laughs> dude, I, I I was like a loaded gun with a hair trigger just ready to go off because I was so stressed that yeah. day. But we raised, you raised a lot of money. $4,300. Raised a lot of for money. For Cigars for Warriors. And so. Great cause. Yeah, great cause. We're, we're big fans of what they do. 100%. They are like a platinum rated charity. Not a single person that works for that organization takes a dime. And I tell you what, if you go to an event and they're there, they're the nicest people on the planet. They really are. And uh, I remember I only had just $20 cash on me. I said, well, this is all I have. And they were so, so thankful just for the $20. Oh, well, that's great. And we really appreciate it. And I said, can I send some more money? Yes, here's the address. And we're very happy, whatever you can do. It wasn't It wasn't like you were watching um, Sarah McLaughlin with a dog there <laughs> trying to milk your heart. You know, they were just kind people doing a great thing. Yeah, and I mean, vets, if, 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 if someone comes out. in to an event that they're at and you don't donate anything, they're not like, oh, what a dirt bag. You know what I mean? They're just like, hey, man, one stick or 10 what are you smoking? $10 or $1. They're very happy. Right. They're appreciative of what, because they know that helps them get those cigars out to our troops overseas, and they love that. So, 100%. And then I, I apologize. I do not remember the name. I remember his first name was Glenn. I cannot pull his last name, but he was the president of the Cigar Rights of America. Oh, yeah, which I'm still a big fan of, and I tell people all the time to join. 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 Join every year because, I mean, you know we just averted a big, like, BS from the FDA. And oh. basically the court said, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Well, they also worked with Hawaii because Hawaii was going to ban tobacco sales after a certain age. They got that overturned. Oh like, no, kid! I did not know did that. Not wow, did not because pass. because a big deal. Hawaii was saying at this year, if you're born afterwards, tobacco is illegal for you forever. Yep. And it's like uh, that doesn't seem constitutional. It doesn't doesn't talk about my freedoms in the United States. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know they did that. So great no, job. So, yeah. So they they've made a lot. And of when you stuff. join. They send you cigars. If you buy your membership up front, you get a whole, and there's some badass cigars in that bag. You got Opus X, you've got the, uh, what, the uh, Bull, Andalusian Bull. Yeah, they do different ones each time. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what cigars in that bag I really like? The uh, Rocky Patel ALR. Oh, yeah. It's a great cigar, yeah. You can't ever find that cigar. I think you're talking about the gift pack. They do a, a sale. Of the yeah, yeah, sale, yeah, yeah. Sale of the gift pack. That's a different than. All right, something like that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting they do it confused. a fundraiser, which is great. You get, I think it's 150 bucks. But it's 150 get, bucks, but you're getting more than 150 bucks worth than, of cigars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great. great. That, that's a great fundraiser. Yeah. So they do that, but they also send you free cigars, which are good. You know. Yeah. So nothing wrong with that. So. Uh, we've had a lot of people that have helped us helped you along the way. Oh, oh, I want to give a shout out to Cigar Man Official. Mm-hmm. 
his, his name is Kevin. But that dude, like me and that guy were talking before Cigar Talk started. Like I was telling him I wanted to do a podcast. And I've been talking about doing a podcast for like, I don't know, eight years. That's a joke. But months. <laughs> and I'm going to give a shout out too to the person who actually made Cigar Talk happen. You probably don't even know this. Gary V. Oh, really? Do you know who that is? Yeah, Gary at the shop? No. No, not that Gary. Gary Vanderchuk. Okay. Russian dude. Oh. He is a huge presence online. He is a motivational speaker such. Oh, yes. Okay. That, that name sounds familiar. And he runs a multi, multi, multi-million dollar businesses. And he goes around speaking to people about how to do business, and he drops a lot of f bombs. So you know, I was a fan right out the gate. <laughs> but so now we understand the root of your evil. Not evil. <laughs> no fun. Fun, fun with a capital F. Fun, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I had been thinking about doing a podcast seriously for months, and I was watching one of his episodes, and he was like are you thinking about starting this or starting that? Well, it didn't matter what it was. And he said, like, maybe you're thinking about doing a podcast, but you don't have the equipment. Wah, wah, wah. Get out your fucking iPhone and record a show. Nice. And I recorded a show yeah. that night on my phone and it sucked. It never, well, it, it got published, but then I took it down because it was just so bad. But right the first. next week the I went to yeah. the train car. Yeah. So the baby step was made. And then the he, he said, if you're just going to talk about it, you're never going to do it. And so what? Oh, gotcha. What? What? No, he can't hear me. That's all. Oh, so over there doing mimes. It's working. So. <laughs> He's like, woo. So, sorry. man, I wish. Sorry, Larry. Thank you, Larry. So, Larry, another big uh, helper along the way. Larry, Larry's been in the background for a long time. Long time. And uh, now that he's retired, he doesn't have to hide. You know the you know he's been on like three or four episodes, but y'all have never heard him because they never make it to the show. <laughs> well, he was so uptight. Yep. And granted, if my son was here, you know what he would say? Oh, Luke, another another one who were your early one of your early producers. Luke was here and I always wanted to hear an episode where you just chewed him out as a father son episode. <laughs> yeah, that happened off the show. <laughs> That's why he's no longer on the show. <laughs> No, but, but he, uh, he did a good job when he was here. He did a good job, and he gave me a lot of perspectives. He he's the one that started the Discord for us. Yeah, hundred percent. That's been huge for you, right? I so. didn't. I didn't never think about doing Discord. You know what I knew about Discord? I joined Discord for the barrel burners, right? And about three days later, I was like, "Yeah, I'm not doing That's that." For that stuff, yeah. <laughs> and then when my son said, "Oh, you got to do Discord," I was like, "No, nope, don't want to do that." And he was like, "No, no, why?" And I told him, and he's like, "No, no, you do it how you want to do it." And I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I don't want to do that. Right. I don't want to make people do stuff." Yeah. Anybody want some more bourbon? Yes. Cups up. Yeah. <laughs> so of course we got to mention our good friend Brian Bryant Falconer. Yep. instrumental in the success of Cigar Talk. Like, 
me and that guy have had so much fun together. And like we had fun together before Cigar Trump. Yeah. Playing Madden. Yeah. Like me and that dude played Madden. Before I had Cigar Talk, I had a lot of free time. <laughs> so we would play Madden. Right. Like, that's all we played. And it was always a battle to the last second of the game. Except there were a few times where I would just blow him out. And you know what would happen when I would blow him out? He would get pissed and leave. Well, sometimes that happens. I was like, you big pussy. <laughs> you know, I like to send people off with encouraging words. Yeah. Yeah. Encourage them to come back. Yeah. 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 But no, we had a lot of fun on the show and off the show. Uh, we. We love Mr. Bryant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hundred percent. A lot of success for Cigar Talk. I owe to that guy. So we hope he's doing well. Uh you know, things have changed, and uh, that doesn't mean that we don't love Brian anymore, because we do. Yeah. You had Jamie Stevens, who did a lot of your early cigar reviews. Cigar Eyes. Cigar Eyes, yeah. 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 You know what? I reached out to her not long ago, and I was like, hey, are you going to TP? And she's like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, okay. cool. I was just <laughs> hoping maybe we'd see you there. Yeah. And uh, she's like, no, nah, I'm not going. And she said, you know what? I don't really even want to go. And I was like, all right, well, I didn't want to go down that road. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but she was great when she was doing her thing, which was kind of fun. It was great to hear her reviews were really interesting to read. And so yeah. she had a very interesting take yeah. on cigars, and we appreciated what she did. It was very cool. And I, what I think, what I love about you is you've brought in not just cigar people. You've done people that are interesting, have great stories to tell, and then you brought out great interviews with them, bringing out their story and really getting them to open up. And that's been really a fun part of listening to the show. You know, to be honest with you, like, you're not even required to be a cigar smoker to be a guest on our show. That's true. I mean, I, I you don't have to smoke cigars for me to think that you're very interesting. Yeah. In fact, you did a couple of musical episodes. I still listen to some of the music that you recommended. And we've had comedians on the show? On the show, yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. So I think it's, it's, it is cigar talk. That's the general lie, but it's also always been more than that. And it's more about people. And a little bit of Cowboys football. A little bit. You know what? And I'm and not going to go down the road. Now, I'm not drinking the Kool-Aid. I am not. Now a little less San Francisco football, so we're doing good. Well, that's a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bonus. Uh, yeah, you. I mean, not that we're decorated in cowboy blue, blue, but there might be a <laughs> few <laughs> shades of the same blue, you know. Going on. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I still don't drink the Kool-Aid. Like, you know what? In our division right now, we are number one. But you realize that if the Cowboys Same. went out and the Eagles went out, they flip-flop and the and Eagles are number one. Yeah. Isn't that bullshit? It's a thin line. It's a thin line. We'll see how it works out. The yeah. thin line we tow. Yes. <laughs> right. And that's why we love and hate them at the same time. It's all about the love-hate relationship, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm a... Uh, I don't hate them. I'm just like, I don't buy that bullshit. You know, every year they're like, oh, this is going to be our year. And I'm like, no, it's well, not. Hopefully we're seeing progression that they're getting better. But if they still got December. It's been their traditionally their time. I was month. blown away that they beat the Eagles. That was a great game. Like they didn't just beat them. They, they punched them in the mouth. Yeah, they really nice. did. It was nice. The first game they played, the Eagles won, and it was actually close. And I actually expected the Eagles to, like, come in and just mop them up. Well, as, as you were probably, you kept thinking, how can the Eagles still beat us <laughs> up until the very end? <laughs> like, 
I know there's got to be some way they can still win this game because that's how it's happened before with us. So it really has, and you know the the Eagle rivalry goes back decades and decades. And I remember when Randall Cunningham scrambled oh for fourteen gosh. seconds. Yeah, did you see that yep. play? And yeah. then he threw a touchdown. He scrambled for 14. I mean, dude, he was like over here, all the way across the field over here, all the way back, and then back, and then. Thank you, Rob, for breaking my heart again, for making me remember that nonsense. <laughs> but Randall Cunningham was one of the great legends. He was great. I mean, that dude I, should have had a Super Bowl ring. I think what's fun is it's always been a rivalry. Oh, so, 100%. My brother, who we, we I grew up partially in New York. But we came down here. We fell in love with the Cowboys. My brother said it's a good thing we live in Philadelphia because it would have been a whole lot of problems. <laughs> well, you know, Jay is the Eagles fan. Well, listen, that's the nicest. Kindest, but he's from most Hawaii. Generous, generous person on the planet. He's got to have one major flaw, and that's what it is. Well, no, it's not a flaw. No, I mean, it's a flaw. You don't you don't call Down syndrome a flaw, <laughs> right? <laughs> that's what you know. Everybody gets something. I got the flu once. He got Down syndrome. <laughs> well, and Jay's been a big supporter of you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got a sign in there that says the leaf. Yeah. We love the leaf. Yeah. Did you see? That's been a home. That's that's the Cigar Talk home shop and then become the home, the, out, the away from home home shop for a lot of people coming to town. You know, what we have had, that is another thing that we have very been very blessed with, is how many people have come to Abilene and hung out with us and smoked at the leaf. Yeah. I mean, that's we met you there the first time. No, you met me the first time at uh oh, Dallas. Which shop? No, at the uh, hotel. Ooh, yeah. That was hey, he was fifty Rond- bucks. <laughs> fifty bucks. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, showed, I showed up with a big bag of bourbon, and Rob goes, I like you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I liked you, too. Hey, that, that was me and Tim and uh, Sean and Al Roman. Al was Roman. there somebody else there, too, or was that just the four of us? Just the four of us, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But that was a great night. Yeah. That was shortly after Panther Island, actually. Yeah, shortly after Panther Because I had Island, just yeah. met Al. Yeah. And then we went to Al's and hung out. Had a great time. Swimming pool, oh. booze. And Alice never one did not pour you fifty drinks immediately. Yeah, so yeah, Al. And so you've been around Al. Is he loving life since he's retired from the law enforcement? You know, when he first opened, it was a lot of work. And oh, I'm see. sure he was bummed. He was stressed. He was tired. And now he's got great staff in there, and it's it's getting to its. It's not running on its own, but now he's got support, and he's taking some time off, which has been great. And Melissa's been really supportive. I was going to ask you how He's Melissa's super doing. Supportive of it, yeah. So that's been really great. He's got a great partner, and uh, yeah, she's awesome. And they're they're just cooking right along, man. They're just killing it. And he's got a great humidor. Uh, rivals Jays. Wow. Not in the size, but uh, in the quality, quality, big time. And he did exactly what he said. All the cigars that I smoked over the years on the good cigar. I'm going to bring him to my shop. And he did that exactly. That's cool. It's pretty awesome. That is cool. And he's got lots of great people coming in there. He's become really integrated in the cigar community even more with this. And uh, Matt Booth loves his shop. And has been I'm there sorry. a few times. 
<laughs> That's bat moof. <laughs> well, but I mean, he is really, it's really flourished. So that's, that, I'm, I'm happy for him. The, I'm proud of him. He created, he took that cigar talk. He took his podcast, put it in the shop and went, hit the ground running. So really great. Now, does Al still do a show? Yeah, he does. Not as frequently as he was. He's too busy, but he does. Sure. Yeah, he's still putting them out. I, 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 I mean, I don't have time to listen to subpar sh- I mean uh other shows <laughs> I'm kidding now kidding uh I just don't have time to listen to a lot of shows and when I'm not doing cigar talk a lot of the shows that I listen to aren't cigar shows gotcha you know what I mean I listen to Rogan uh I listen to a uh health podcast what's that called booze and booze no no it's healthy it's uh by Gary Brecca you heard of that dude? No. So he's not a doctor. He is a uh, human biologist with a PhD. Interesting. A lot of interesting stuff. And because I have ADHD and a lot of other deformities, mentally mostly, <laughs> uh, genetic deformities, like the Romacraft cigar, that's me. That's you. Okay, yeah. Like, you know. Cro Magnum, yeah. You know I have uh, insomnia a lot. Yeah. And uh, do you know what? That's actually a cause from a uh, degenerative gene, CTOM. Well, Rob, I think you're a gem, and I don't think you have any flaws. <laughs> now, folks, do you see why I'm on the pod tech podcast very often? You don't have to bullshit me to be on the show, people. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. How many cigars did I bring you today? I know. <laughs> Bribery I mean, works, folks. It's Bri- like Bri- Christmas when this dude shows up. Bribery works, folks, and he's very happy to have you on the show with a nice deposit. Boom. <laughs> uh, I was going to ask you something else, though. Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. What do you think? If you had to just name one, would be your favorite show that we've done? Uh, wow. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. Because we have 248 <clears throat> episodes counting this one. Or 247, so, I can't remember. Oh, man. So, I think your interview with Steve Saka was one of the best interviews with Steve Saka that I've heard. Oh, well, thank you. I would say that one. Awesome. I think you really dug deep, and I thought that was really great. And I think he was kind of impressed by your knowledge too and so i thought that was really fantastic in fact that's the one i was listening to as i was going through the shows i caught that one up again and i was like man this is really good so well, thank you yeah uh you know who taught me to be a good interviewer who my wife because <laughs> you know back in the day now, wait a minute hold on no this no, no. b is the most wonderful person yeah 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 she I is. always bring her a gift because she is a gem another gem of a person she is I mean, who could stay married to me for 28 years? Only a gym. Her, only her. That's right. Only her. But uh, my wife is the one who really helped me on the interview because she used to listen to the show back in the way early days. And she would listen to my interviews and she would give me feedback. And the feedback was pretty much the same every week. You need to shut up and let them talk. <laughs> I love her so much. But that but that is that was great feedback. Yeah. 100 percent Because people, if you're gonna interview someone, shut up. Yeah. Let them talk. Cause yeah. that's why throw them the throw them the easy softball right down the middle and let them hit the ball out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's I mean advice. Uh I'll tell that's, you that, that's basic, but that's the simple part of it, right? It's it's the part that 
when you start doing a show, you think you have to do it all and you don't, you just need to, I mean, me personally, I like to read up on people, find out some things that really aren't even cigar related so that I can ask them some interesting questions. Cause I don't, you know, everybody gets the same question. How'd you get into cigars? Right. And that, that's what I'm saying is like, when I listen to his show, I learned more and I've listened to 50 of his interviews cause I, I'm a big fanboy of his, but you really did something special, and I think that's, to me, that's well, thank why you. I think it was your number one show. Uh, I'll tell you one of my favorite interviews, and I I can't even remember his name. It was uh, Sean O'Connor. Oh, yeah. Boom. <laughs> thank you. There it was. There it was. Yeah, it was a softball, man. That was right down the middle. Right there. <laughs> even Ed's laughing over there. So, <laughs> so uh, the guy that came to ACU as the, like, defensive backs coach that coached oh, at Clemson yeah. that had three national rings. championship yeah, rings. That was a great that's a show I listened to multiple times. Yeah, that was a great show. That was a very like I really enjoyed his backstory. And you know, he smoked cigars, but the the interview really wasn't much about cigars. It was about his journey. He was from Hawaii and yeah. ended up coaching at Clemson. Yeah. And so that was a great one. Uh another one was uh who does the uh who was the blender for Hiram Solomon? Oh, I, I you know I meant to write his name down and I didn't get a chance to. What's his name? I can't think of it. But that was a cool interview too. Well and and I will say some of my favorite shows were you and Brian just going off the rails and talking about cars and all the old days and old T V shows and mm. I felt I felt like you did create that Cigar culture that's in the shops, and you brought it here. Yeah, well, that's that, and that that's, was the that's whole the point. overall that's, goal. Yes, and you did. We've done that very well. We want you to feel like you're hanging out at the lounge with your friends, mm-hmm. and it's a bonus when we have a guest that you want to hear about. Hundred yeah, percent. And you know, I'll tell you another one interview that I really liked, and I apologize because the audio quality still sucked back in those days. Two of them actually. Emmy Lee from the Cigar Cave in Temecula, which is right outside of San Diego. And then also, uh, now I'm going to feel horrible. Uh, You know her. Nova Cigars. Blonde, Cigar Blondie. Cigar Blondie. Yeah, she's on my list too. I didn't get to her. Yeah. I mean, my audio wasn't very good. And, you know, she has a pretty strong accent. And if you don't have good audio and a pretty strong accent, it just doesn't. I would love to interview her again now that now we that you're, you're know what master, the hell we're yeah, doing. Great master, yeah. But, but she was always, a great interview. You always had such great content that if it was, you know, I listen to some podcasts and they're, you just go, oof. I, the quality's terrible and then the content's bad, but you've always had great content. So I can always overlook those things because your content's so good. Well, thank you for that. And, uh, but you know me, and you know, you probably learned it even more even today. Uh, a lot of people probably don't know this, but I'm actually a perfectionist. Oh, yeah. I, I get things in my head and I can't let it go. The vision. You have a vision. <laughs> I have a vision. And if I can't get it, and what's really sucky about that is I have a vision of how I want it to be. And I do everything to make it as close to that vision as possible. And then I go, well, this sucks. 
I got to completely start over and I tear everything down and I start over and then I have a whole new vision. Dude, oh, folks, I walked in here today. <laughs> the first thing Rob said to me was, I tore everything up. I'm starting over. <laughs> I just go, four o'clock? <laughs> just goes, yeah, 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 we'll get there. <laughs> yeah, so in the studio, we had like a big old cabinet over here against the wall. That's gone <laughs> because I was like, I need that out of here to make room for this table. And then instead of doing two cameras, I talked to my son this morning. He's like, yeah, you got to do three. So there's three. He literally was installing it, and I was holding the bracket as he's putting it in. So yeah, honestly, is is impressive. Yes, like I, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I say I'm a workaholic, but I'm not. I'm more of a uh, retard. <laughs> no, you have a vision, and it needs to be executed, and that's where you're you're driven for that. And it, it you know, for me, I'm I was never much of a student. I am a trial and error guy. Yeah. Ed's like, shit, no, he's not a student. <laughs> but no. Yeah, Ed's uh, already got an F for you if you come into this class. He's just going to write it down for you. I've seen that, like, if you have an F, you just draw a line over here and it makes it an A, and then you draw a straight line down on the left part and it shows an A+. plus. Nice, nice. You know, back when I was in third grade, I got a progress report. I wasn't doing very well in school, and I uh, threw it away. Nobody at school even noticed I didn't turn it back in. My parents didn't even know I got one. And then when I got my report card and I had a few Fs, my parents go to school and be like, are you telling me that his grades went down since the last progress report? Because we didn't get a progress report, so he couldn't have had bad grades. And they were like, yeah, we sent one home. <laughs> so close rob so close were you a good student uh i was pretty good i i, I was great in history i'm a big history buff a's b's a's yeah i was the, oh I, I was the i was the, whoa whoa i say are you I good i'm pretty good a's no, I, b's I, a's i was the kid in the class does anybody know you know uh you know world war ii stuff i'd be like they would he would ask everybody did we do your assignment okay sean give us the answer <laughs> I'd go boom, you know. Dude, when I, I was loved in, history, I was a big history nerd. When I was in seventh grade, in our English class, we had a kid that was in our class, Nathan Spoons, God rest his soul. Uh, but he was a genius for real, and the teacher would like let him teach the class. Wow. wow. Yeah, and here I am failing. <laughs> letting a student teach the class <laughs> yeah so anyway yeah anyway that dude committed suicide well i'm still here so i'm doing good. <laughs> that's good that's good but uh he had a bro he either had an older bro yeah he had an older brother that was like a year older and he was also a genius wow i mean something in the gene pool yeah some people get blessed with it well i don't know some if that's people- a blessing well, not the suicide part, no, but the other parts, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. Oh, wait, number five? You ready for number five? Oh, yeah. Did I have four? I haven't had four yet. Yes, you've had four. I have not. Have I? Yes. I think I haven't. Yes. I handed them three and poured you four. Mm. What do you think of four? I liked it. <laughs> it's, it's gone. Okay, folks. We're at that time of the night. <laughs> I liked it. Well, I have to say, Rob. 
you have also been instrumental in me getting this job with Luciano Cigars. So I want to thank you for that because one of the things I could say is, hey, I've been on these podcasts and I've been a part of the cigar community because of you. So that was definitely a... You were also on The Good Cigar. I was on The Good Cigar, but you were definitely... But that one doesn't really count. No. (laughs) Al, I love you. Your feather was bigger than Al's, but... <laughs> my cap so but we went swimming in his pool together oh that was nice yeah. wasn't that that night yeah remember luke came oh it was a great night it was fun we had a fun interview but never never aired. <laughs> yeah that show never made it because we, were, we got off the rail we drunk as skunks and it was great yeah i remember like when that i was went another to, five hour show <laughs> it was a five hour show but when i went in to edit it like Especially when Melissa was on, I was like, there's no way I can put this on the show. My wife will not be happy. <laughs> Nothing happened. It was Oh just... yeah, yeah, yeah. But just the, yeah, yeah. the 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 language. Oh, she was having she was uh, having uh, she was uh, well lubricated and had a lot of fun. <laughs> you mean inebriated inebriated like me. Yeah, Rob and I both can't talk tonight. Not lubricated. <laughs> <laughs> with, with great, Al makes great drinks, and he's he's known for that. He so. does, he does. You know, I'm not saying anything nobody doesn't know. I'll tell you this: I, I think I don't think you were on, and this is something that I've always been proud of that not a lot of people know about. And some people may think I'm full of shit when I tell you this, but I completely believe it to be true. But when COVID came around, Cigar Talk was the first group that started doing live herfs. Yeah, that was, yeah. We I mean, and we were like <clears throat> well ahead of everybody. The curve, for sure, yeah. And we've had a lot of good people stop by those. Oh, yeah. You weren't on one that Carlito got on with no, us. No, I screwed up and missed that one. Yeah. Well, we didn't even, I didn't even know. He just showed up. That's how he is. Well, Melanie Cisco Kid, which I also love her, she's helped me and I've helped her. And so she's on. And next thing I know, <laughs> he's kind of pushing her over going, hey, Rob. And I mean, there he is talking to us for 20 minutes. And I'm just like, where else? You know, I have to say the first time I met him was at um, the Great Smoke two years ago. And what he does is you stand in a line to meet him. But when you get, it takes a while. Which you're like, oh, you're just like, I just get, you know, get get on the next person. But he doesn't care about that. He's there with you and wants to experience what you have to say, and is interested in your story and loves to talk about his cigars. And then when you have a, a conclusion, then he moves on to the next person. It's not just, oh, hey, thank you. Oh, it's not hi, cigar. how you doing? Thanks no, for buying no, my cigars. No. no. He's not a snake oil salesman. No. He's a genuine person. Genuine. So genuine and, and so kind. Like it's when he hopped on that herf yeah. with us, I was blown away. Like I don't get blown away by people that I consider to be cigar talk or cigar famous. Right. But just the fact that like he hopped on just because it was, and there was like seven of us. Yeah, it wasn't like it was, you know, a huge audience or... Right. No, but and he didn't just say, hi, how you doing, and hop off. Yeah. He talked to us, and we talked about different topics for a good 20 minutes or so. He wants to make a connection. He, 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 is, a, he is a great steward of the cigar culture. 
I call him the Godfather. Uh, I would say that. Yeah. I mean, so. you've seen the way he dresses. <laughs> Let me now. make you a deal that, or what was it? Uh, yeah. An offer you can't refuse. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a bobblehead of his? I do. Oh my God! I want one of those. I will send it to you right away, my friend. You're lying. Why would I? I bring you cigars every time. I bring you booze every time. I bring you whatever you ask for me all oh, the time. Oh, you know what? I look through my cigars and go, oh, hey, you know what? Stuff signature I, series. Rob, I know loves this. I put it right in his bag. Can you can you talk for say fifteen seconds without me? I sure can. So uh, the last bourbon we have is pretty full bodied. A lot of caramel notes. It's the darkest of the group, and I'm real excited for it. You know the the experience of these bourbons was. The idea behind it was to go a little bit lighter to the heavier flavored bourbons, um, the more, and then the higher alcohol content. So that was kind of my idea behind creating this event tonight. So because you have been such a good friend to Cigar Talk, I wanted to get you something special. And, you know, it's hard to find a guy something special that always brings the best of the best. You know what I mean? It's like, what do you get this guy? Everything that he brings us is so good. So I happen to be saving this for a bit. And I hope this makes you a Merry Christmas, Oh, brother. my God. <laughs> that is a Merry Christmas right there. Oh, I love this bottle, too. Hold it up. Oh. Oh, it's a, it's, oh, it's a. It's a barrel select. It's a barrel select. It's not just a regular. No, it's a barrel select. Wow. Wow. So, Merry Christmas, brother. Thank, thank you for you. all you do. Oh, man. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. You're welcome. Man, I love old. Fun. You know how hard it's been for me not to open that. <laughs> and Larry's here. It's been up there in the cabinet because I didn't want Larry to know. <laughs> hey, Larry, can you put this in my bag? <laughs> I, I will. I will. I will. No, we should open it tonight. We should we'll open it tonight. Ooh, I. It's not open. Well, we will. I. I so, I, what do you think about the last bourbon? Well, let me get a drink. Hmm. Ooh, that's. A lot of flavor, huh? It's just, just wow. It packs it and it. Ed, it, did you try this? No, because it's over there. <laughs> we haven't had four here. Four or five. Four or five. Okay. Well, you might as well skip straight to five. I'm telling you right now, Ed can't drink that much. He can't drink that much. Okay, so we'll, but let Ed try that five. five because wow, that has a lot of flavor. It still lingers on your palate, right? It's unbelievable. And it's not just like the three notes. It's no. like a parade. It's an orchestra. I feel like I'm like watching the pride parade go with all the different colors that you see. The, you know what I mean? Rainbow. Yeah. yeah. That, that is flavorful. Now, try the cigar because now we're getting towards that last third. Well, I'm on my last third, but you're still two thirds in. And look how nice that's burned the whole way. I've only had to touch it up because I'm yakking too much. That's the only time I've had to relight it. I had to relight it, it once, relight it. but I haven't touched it up at all. No, just relighting. Not touching up, yeah. And I mean, yeah. hats off. We're, well, my goal for this cigar is to be one of your go-to sticks. Oh. <clears throat> so, Jay, if you're listening, <laughs> and Jay does have some of our cigars, and he's going to bring in some more, hopefully, at the beginning of the year. So, hopefully, I'll can come back and kind of tell you that's going on the train car hey guys let me tell y'all one thing real quick y'all want to help sean everybody want to help sean everybody that's listening hold on a minute i don't know where my damn phone is right here oh throw me that i'll catch it 
Go! There we go. Hang on one second, people. I gotta now I gotta put on my glasses because I can't read. That's what happens when you get old. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. How long you been wearing glasses? Since forever. Yeah, that's because you're smart. <laughs> A students wear glasses, bro. <laughs> Isn't that right, Ed? That kid, that kid knows. All your A students wear answers, glasses. Yeah. <laughs> He's sitting in the front row like a big dork. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Uh, my dad, my real father, uh, he needed glasses, and he got glasses in the sixth grade, but he needed glasses from the first grade. Yeah. And from the first grade on, they were just like, oh, put that dumb little son of a bitch back in the back. <laughs> they didn't know he couldn't, couldn't see. see. <laughs> so, you people at home, y'all want to help Sean. I want to help Sean. Okay, guys? Oh, shit. That that didn't work. Hang on a minute. Oh. What do you think about that? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Larry's over there moaning like something's going on. Well, it is. It's called the Incredible Barber, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, everybody needs to phone the Leaf and ask for Luciano Cigars. The number is 325-670-9955. Thank you, Rob. Oh, dude. I, You know I already love the Maria Lucia. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'd never even heard of that cigar. You gave me one. What was that about? Four weeks ago? Yeah, four weeks ago, yeah. And, dude, I'm serious when I say, I've been talking about that cigar to everybody, and I'm like, I don't know what it was called. (laughs) I know Sean's company makes it. I'd never heard of it before. I've only heard of the Lux. The Fiat Lux, yeah, and and Jay does have the Fiat Lux there. And that's not my favorite. It's a medium body cigar. It's, It's very nice. It's a good coffee stick. It's a good morning stick. It's a good morning stick, yeah. And uh, it's a it's a unique cigar, very much so, yeah. But that Maria blows it out of the water. That lit me up, and I like it because it's a powerhouse without the power. Right, Fla- it's, it's, full of flavor, but not gonna. You're gonna enjoy the palate, but it's not gonna kick you in the balls. Well, I love the. It starts with pepperiness. And spicy. And then it's like ooh. chocolate notes and espresso. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very lucky to be able to spell it. So let's talk about the, you want to reveal bourbon reveal time? Oh, I would love to. And let me have another drink of this number five because that it's is over a, there. So you got to fight Larry to the death. To that's a plethora those. of flavor. Not going, yeah. back. Not, going go. not going back. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so number one. Larry quit. <laughs> number one. Go! Number one. Number one, JT Malik whiskey out of Louisiana. It's a rice whiskey. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That is, if, if you would have showed me the bottle and it was like, say, closed. Yeah. And it said rice whiskey, I would never, would never it, even right? know. I would be like, that's going to suck. So my dear friend, Brian Boyd, from, he was born in Brenton, Louisiana. I've known him 20 years, brought this to me. He goes, you're going to love this. And I said, well, what is it? He goes, just try it. You're going to love so it. So you didn't know either. Didn't know either. Yeah. I opened the bottle, poured it in. Had you us. ever had rice whiskey? No. But Brian is a connoisseur. You think I'm a connoisseur? He's born and bred in New Orleans. He can walk into his pantry and pull out the most incredible meals you'd ever could imagine. Is he single? Larry? <laughs> <laughs> I got the partner for you. Yeah. He's my Bryant. Oh! 
Who? That dude? Yeah. Is he black? Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we've been smoking cigars for 20 years. And it, he's been the most wonderful friend. Uh, I have James Lucanbill Jr. at the Phoenix Lounge. How'd y'all meet? Oh, so Brian and I met at Starbucks. He was becoming a manager. Blind I, date? No. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> he, I was working there. I was a shift manager, and he was working as a- You worked at Starbucks? Starbucks, yeah. How was that? That was brutal. Was it really? It was brutal. What was brutal about it? Um, everybody, it's like a- The level of the customer and what they want and the expectation of what we can do is not quite always met. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I didn't start drinking coffee until after I started smoking cigars. Yeah. And you know where I started was at the Leaf. Because you know the so, Leaf carries your coffee, coffee. Orders, your, your leaf co- your Your order is a cup of coffee. Black. It's easy, right? Nothing. Which you're, you're my favorite customer because I can do that in 1.2 seconds. Right? And if it's good, I'll be yeah. back time and time again. If it's well, not, I won't be back. I have people that go, I want 17 Splendas in it. <sighs> oh, good, good, God. good gracious. Or... I want you to dust the Splenda over the top of the soup. And I'll know if it's not dusted. Are you serious? I'm totally serious. 100%. 100%. And this is You like, jerk off in their coffee. No. <laughs> this is at like 8 o'clock in the morning when I've got a line of 50 cars, and they're telling me, this doesn't taste right. You didn't dust the Splenda over the top like you, I told you to. At the window? At the window, yeah. Are they, so are I, they drinking the sip before they pull off? Yes, they are. And all you do, you know what's funny? Here's the trick. You just take the drink back, you stir it, and you hand it back to them. They go, oh, this is perfect now. They have no idea. <laughs> like, it's I just, just stuck my big finger just, in it. It's just power control, and that's how they can. They, can they want to make sure over. you know you got to do it my way. So I always tell people, give those people a break because it's brutal. I mean, I, from 730 in the morning to about 9, I served – I served an average of 50 people in half an hour. So 250 people that day oh, through the drive-thru wow. window. Yeah. <clears throat> so uh, something that I think is very interesting about Starbucks, and I'm not a Starbucks fan because I like good coffee. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But uh, if you work there, they'll pay for your college. They do a lot, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you can here's, you can beat them up for their coffee if you don't like it. Fine, here's but the, here's the big problem: they don't pay you very much. They rely on tips, and so that's a big deal. And when people really weren't tipping because nobody carried cash anymore, it was hard on the baristas. So I'll I, tell you what Sonic did. Now, when you slip your card in the machine, it says, "Do you want to tip yeah. the guy?" Because I always tip the guy if I have cash or girl. Yeah. But now I don't have cash. I can actually put it in and be like, yeah, I want to give him a buck. I can give him two bucks, whatever. Yeah, and you don't have to give him a fortune. You know, if you you give him a change, that's huge. But here's what drives me crazy. Is whenever I go into, like, let's say a Subway. Yeah. A Qdoba. Whatever. Have you been to one of those? Yeah. Qdoba? I actually like that better than the... uh, Whatever that other place is, uh, uh, Chipotle. Chipotle, yeah. But anyway, like when it comes up to pay, it says, "Do you want to leave these people a tip?" Yeah, that's wrong. Well, it's it's not wrong. What do you mean by these people? Blacks? <laughs> no, no. I mean, no. I mean workers. workers, workers. But no, uh, and I do tip them. 
but I don't like it because what it tells me is you're not paying your people enough. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I totally agree with you. They're that's not, bullshit. Yeah, Pay not. your fucking people. So the biggest, and people don't talk about this, but the biggest travesty is servers. Oh, 100%. So servers in the state of Texas make $2.14 an hour. $2.13. Thank you. Let me. I made $2.13 an hour back in 2000. Doing what? As a server. They've not changed the wage. They've not increased that at all. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Have you been to Va- Vagabonds, the pizza place here? No. So my daughter just got a job at Vagabonds. They pay their servers seven twenty an hour plus tips. Yeah. That's impressive because yeah. no other restaurant I know of does no. that. And the restaurants take advantage of you. You have to you would have to come in an hour early. Do that you side. don't get paid for. No, you get paid. You get paid two dollars okay, okay. yeah, thirteen cents. And so they make you work for two dollars and three for an hour for nothing. Right. Because it's free labor. So you're you're doing side work and cutting lemons and Stuff that the cooks should be doing, but they don't. They give you that stuff to do. But the cooks are getting paid way more, and way they don't more. want to waste their time paying them for that. No, yeah. so they have less cooks because you're doing all the side work. Yeah, and at the end of the night, you're cleaning up the restaurant, doing all this stuff. It's a scene. Let me tell you something. I was, um, I was at a work establishment that uh, I may or may not be a supervisor at, and I was in the office, and I could hear some people out in the lobby saying. Can you believe they want a tip for this and a tip for that? And yeah, man, they do this and they don't hardly do nothing to earn that tip. And everybody wants something for nothing. And I just like, cause I'm a tipper. Like I appreciate this level of service. Yeah. And even if it's shitty service, I give you a pass because I'm like, maybe the dude had a bad day. Or maybe he's got too many tables and can't take care of you like he should. Right. You can't just say, I'm not going to tip. Yeah. Like, if you're a decent, if you're, like, bad to decent, I tip 20%. Yeah. If you're good, it's 25 to 30. Yeah. And if you are not tipping, like, my daughter was working at a restaurant here in town, had 10 people. The bill was 200 bucks plus. They tipped her $10. Ah, oh, brutal. <laughs> And in order to serve that many people, it, that was their whole they section. had to they had to put tables together. That's so whole section for the whole night, yeah, and ten dollars, yeah. And so, like, and that's not why I'm a tipper. I tip way before my kids yeah. were born. Yeah. So bourbon number two was Widow Jane bourbon out of oh, out dude, of, I've always wanted to try that one. Wow, maybe somebody listens to the show. <laughs> find, <laughs> I've said bourbon. that before. <laughs> yeah. Bourbon number three was Hearst Bourbon Bivouac. Where's that from? Uh, Kentucky. Oh, okay. I thought maybe that was from Hershey, Indiana, or wherever that is. Number four was Calumet 10-year Bull Leah. I've never had the 10-year. I've had the 14-year. Yep, yep. And the last one, which we all love. Hold on, hold on. New Riff Single Barrel. Wow. Yeah. You know, I'm a fan of the riff. I know. What do you think? I'm, I'm trying to find something you would love, but maybe not. Have had. I've had the ball and bond, and I really like yeah. it. I have not had the single barrel because it's always a little pricey. Well, it's a good thing somebody loves you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. 
<laughs> Damn it, I told you, Larry, to put this in my bag. <laughs> I got, I got Get out while you can. So I, what I tried to do tonight was to bring some things that you'd never had before, but also outside your comfort zone. They weren't Kentucky bourbons, like the Rice bourbon, the New York bourbon. Some of those things that kind of like just I'd like that for different things. I'd like that because I am very open to trying new things. But if someone would have said, hey, man, here's some rice whiskey, I'd be like, nope. Come a little closer. I'm going to punch you in the face. That's (laughs) no, I'd be like too high. That's too high for me. No, you wouldn't. That was my best uh, Korean impressionist. Nice. Yeah, it was not good. Larry said. Do you ever watch Bobby Lee? Oh, I love that. I, I love, love that. Bobby I Lee. Yo, oh, dude, I love those guys. They're so funny together. And they just they do enough to poke at each other just to get angry. And then they they, they reel it back, back in. in. Oh, and then yeah. they scare it up and back down. Yeah, yeah. They're great. Yeah, I, I'm a big. Well, I like Theo Vaughn. He's great. I love. Uh, Joe Rogan's been amazing. I would love, I'm, love I'm a fan of Joe Rogan. I don't watch a lot of Joe Rogan just because a lot of his guests I'm not interested in. Like some of them I am. Some of them are great. Yeah. You just, you just got to go through the shows and find out what you like. Yeah. There's It's random. Yeah, yeah. And I appreciate that because I like the random, but there's some of it that I'm like, meh. Yeah. But the ones that are good, they're really, really good. good yeah. Gary Brecka, the guy that I listened to, I saw on Rogan. And so oh, that's cool. how I found him. Cool. And he's all about. Like, I'm, you probably don't even know, but I've lost 40 pounds. I was going to say you lost some weight, but I wasn't sure if it was. Well, the first 20, I got circumcised. Oh, here we go. And that wasn't part of the Gary so Brecka. Larry, Larry, that's the no comment that we do, right? We just say nothing. <laughs> just do not. I hate it when y'all engaged. let it go. I hate no, it when you engaged. let it go. Yeah. I hate it when you just let it go. It's like you didn't even hear it. Makes me it's, think it's a, I need to say it's it again. A cigar talk tradition. It is. It is. <laughs> it started from the beginning. It is. We carry it forward to this day. Well, hey, brother. Thank you so much for coming down and being part of the five year anniversary show. It it's best. been an honor. It's always an honor to have you. Always. And you people, let me tell y'all something. I invited him down. He was like, hell yeah, I'm going to be there. And I told him, I got a bed for you at the studio. He shows up. And I'm like, hey, man, you staying here tonight? And he's like, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> this place reeks of cigars, and I'm not going to have all my shit smell like cigars. And I was like, oh, okay. I have to go to accounts tomorrow. I'm not going to be. <laughs> oh, are you going to see accounts tomorrow? Hey, bro, this is a work trip, man. I'm, I'm working, baby. Where are you going? I'm going to go to the underground. Oh, I've never been there. Have yeah. you been there? Oh, dude, that place. You know, they beautiful. used, do they still have like a once a year festival type thing? NFT, yeah, March 9th. Yeah, that's coming up. Is that on a Saturday? Yeah. I might try to go to that. Yeah, Luciano will be there. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now. They're great people, man. They're, they, so our Maria Lucia, second year in row, the number one cigar in their shop. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. Very awesome. nice. Yeah, they've been big supporters. The greatest guys, really friendly, and I've talked to the people that work there that have uh, over the phone, and they've always been like yeah. super cool. Yeah, you'll like this story. So, one of the guys they call Ninja Mike. He's an older guy, and is he they, Japanese? No. Oh, but at the you know they have these. They're known for their late night escapades, and Ninja Mike 
is known for slipping out and nobody knows he's gone. So they just picked up the nickname Ninja Mike. He just slips out of there and nobody sees him again. He's just gone. He's gone. So Luciano. People are drinking and they look around like, hey. Ninja Mike's gone. Yeah. So uh, Luciano made a cigar for him called the Ninja Mike that's available there only at that shop. How cool is that? Yeah. It's a little little tiny Robusto. Really. Oh. Nice. oh yeah. It's killer. Have you smoked it? Yeah. I think I may have one for you in my bag. Oh. Yeah. It's good. It's really good. Oh. Yeah. That's really good. So I think uh, with Luciano, it's all about. The connections he makes, and so, dude, I have heard so many good things about him. Well, uh, ATL cigars that came into our company and said, you know, well, Luciano met them originally, and great guys out of Atlanta. They started, you love this. They started as a community outreach program. They put a hot dog stand in the worst part of town, just because they wanted to build community. And so it had. What was the worst part of town? Was that a certain ethnicity? No, I have oh. no idea. So. Uh, <laughs> But they would have street bums there buying hot dogs and congressmen buying hot dogs. That's cool. And that is the picture of cigars. Building the community. Well, when they close the hot dog stand down, they smoke cigars. So then that turned into, well, let's make a cigar. And so they made cigars. And, and that's how the ATO got started? That's how they got started. And then they met Luciano, and he loved their story, loved what they were doing. He said, I want to make you a cigar. So he made the ATL Magic. San Andreas wrapper tastes like Mexican hot chocolate. It's so delicious. What so, cigar is this? The ATL Magic. I have one for you. I'll get you. Oh, ATL that Magic. makes me like really want yeah. a hot chocolate. Mexican hot chocolate. So spicy mm. hot chocolate, right? I mm. mean, so they loved what he was doing. And then we, we got closer as in uh, a community. And they said, Luciano, why don't you make all of our cigars? And we'll, we're going to join your company. And then we're going to distribute through you. And so I've been very lucky, blessed by this. That is awesome, dude. Stars. And so I'm getting into some really cool shops in Dallas that are in South Dallas, and I'm known as Mr. Luciano. I got my little hat. I come in there. Oh, hey, what Mr. Luciano. What kind of Luciano. hat do you wear? I wear like a little Cuban cigar hat. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And, and so that's been really great. It's the outreach to the communities, I can go across all the boards. And so I was going to say one thing about cigar events, which are great which I do cutting lights and I do multi-vendor events, but I always stay afterwards to talk with everybody because I want to be a part of that community. And hundred percent taught me that hundred percent taught me that just talk to people. So I've been in these, in these places where I'm not, the, I'm not the right guy for the place, but I, you know what? I sit down, I hand him a bottle of bourbon, hand him some cigars. Guess what? We're all best friends in two minutes. When you sit down and it's, not much different than breaking bread. Mm-hmm. It's more fun than breaking bread. Way, way more fun than breaking bread, yes. But it's still the same. Yeah. Is you're just like conversations. And dude, how many interesting people have you met? Oh, unbelievable amount of people, yeah. You need to like be like have a black book and write down people's oh, names yeah. and numbers and be like, hey, you want to be on Cigar Talk? <laughs> <laughs> I know a you guy. You know what? They all have great stories. Right. They're willing to share it. And handing over that stick, instant conversation right there. It's know? like the keys. Yeah. Yeah. You hand somebody a cigar, it's the yeah. key to their soul. Yeah. And I'm 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 in communities and and feel loved and going, this is why. And you can't wait to go back day. because no. when you go back, no. they're like, hey. 
crazy. Oh, Mr. Luciano's here. Okay. Are you selling cigars tonight? I to bought your cigars. No, I'm not. But, they, you know, so, but I want to be a part of it. I just don't want to be the salesman. I want to be a part of the community. Dude, nobody likes a salesman. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you've listened to our show for a long time. We have great sponsors. It's it's not easy to become a Cigar Talk sponsor. You know that. But when you do, it's because we love your product. So we don't have to sell it. We just tell you our experience. Yeah. And I think that's the best part of being a great salesman is not selling, just telling your story. And I'll tell you what, my case, Elegance Humidors are, I'm getting rid of all my other humidors. I mean, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you not? I had enough. I had enough of fighting with the Bovita packs that dry out in a month and a half. Dude, I remember going to their, their, I remember spending 150 bucks on a, a badass looking humidor. It was like cherry wood. It was about this big and it was about this tall, but the top of it was like, you know how those old treasure chests were round? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was glass. Oh, beautiful, right? Oh, it was, but you couldn't humidify that Anything. thing for <laughs> shit. And I was just like, I I thought I was dumb. I thought I couldn't figure out how to work it. No, no. And what I now know is that there was no cedar in there. No cedar. And, and there the was no was ceiling seal. of the glass. Yeah. So I have the military locker. Just like this. That I bought. And then I have your... You have the uh, green one or the black one? I have the, I have the green one. I won the black one. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to give that as a gift to somebody special. Uh, my, you know... My cousin probably won't listen to the show, but when he gets... He's going to be a uh, first... What's the highest rank for non-com, Larry? First sergeant? General? What, what branch? Army. Uh, it's not sergeant. Is it sergeant major? Sergeant major. So he's going to be... He's going through school not for to be sergeant major. When he goes through and finishes, I'm going to send that to him as a gift. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? The blackout? The black one. The black nice, one. dude. Yeah. So this one here is the newest one. I can't. I'm so excited about this. So we got this probably about two months ago. And I didn't break it out until about three weeks ago because I was going to give it away. And then I was like, fuck them. <laughs> I'm keeping you know, it. You give away a lot of stuff. So every once in a while you can pull back a little bit. Yeah. Okay, and to be honest, so you guys that know at home, anytime people send me stuff, I give it away. You do, yeah. I mean, there's only so much room I have for the stuff. stuff yeah. Like, have you s- seasoned and hooked up the one I gave you? Not yet, because I'm in the process of transferring all my cigars over. So I've, I've just, I'm just, I got you. I'm off the week. I'm off the week of between hey, Christmas and New Year's. I just I want to do it right. As busy as I am, I completely get it. I want to do it right. I sat on this for like, I don't know, almost two months, and I was like, I'm going to give that away. And then I was like, Dude, we need a humidor just for the studio. Yeah. And so that well, that one I gave you was too big. Also, if you come to the studio, Rob is very generous. He goes here. Pick out a cigar. Yeah. Or or anything else. I mean, there's yeah. like uh, e- Emu and his wife came. Yeah. And uh, they were getting ready to leave. And I gave her a crew hoodie. Oh, nice. I was going to give him one. But that fat bastard, he couldn't wear what I had. Nothing wrong with fat bastards, okay? <laughs> hey, I've <laughs> lost 40 pounds and I'm still fat bastard. 
If I lose a hundred pounds, I'll still be the fat, fat bastard. bastard. Yeah. I grew up with a fat bastard. My dad was a fat bastard. It's a long line of uh, tradition around here. Well, I did bring my man bag here to Abilene too. By the way, we don't want to talk about the man bag. One of the greatest things I've ever purchased in my life. That'll be a legacy gift for my entire family going forward. I'm going to put it in my will. That's how great. That is a beautiful bag. It's a beautiful bag. They don't sell those anymore. You gave me a beautiful oh, uh, thank you gift today. You gave me a beautiful travel two pack cigar, three oh three a, a three finger three finger with a cedar lined leather. All the stuff they make the polished gun metal on both you ends. Just feel, just feel it. You're like oh yeah, you know it's nice when you feel it. You're it's like, like Corinthian leather. It should be. I, I, I was <laughs> like rubbing it, and I was like. I'm trying not to get aroused. <laughs> this is not going the way I should. <laughs> hey, well, if you look down the show notes with uh, Case Elegance, you get 10% off. And they they only do that for Cigar Talk. You yeah. can't find another 10% off okay. discount for Case right. Elegance because well, they sell them at a value already. Their prices are so freaking good. Yeah. Like, yeah. if you go, oh, that's $200, I'm like... Yeah, and you find another humidor that's about the same size that's $200, and it's a piece of shit. Garbage. If you want to buy a quality humidor of this size, you're going to spend four or $500. Oh. I know, because I bought my brother-in-law with my mother-in-law's money a Ashton humidor about five or six years ago, and it was $500. And it was quality, but it wasn't better than this. It yeah. didn't hold more cigars than this. But that's what a good humidor costs. Now that Case Elegance has come along and basically revolutionized the whole humidor market, like, have you seen? They're actually they're actual cigar smokers that have made humidors for themselves, and then said, well, "We're also going to sell these." By the way, <laughs> right? <laughs> they really care. They really they're not going. How can we make this cheaper? They came on the scene and said, how can we make this better? better. Because there's a problem in the industry. Yeah. It was it was a it was really a problem that a lot of people didn't talk about. And you know what's funny is I walk into a lot of cigar lounges and I hate to say it, but what they're selling is crap. So I will tell you, the good cigar lounges, I see them in there. So they they're out there. Oh, really? Great. They're out there. Yeah. I'm impressed. Well, I'm just I walk saying, in and immediately recognize these humidors. I'm like, oh, nobody's got this one. So, uh, you know, when you see it, you go, Psh, you know exactly what they're doing. So, oh, 100%. Yeah. So they're out there. So they're out They're available. You know, that's what's. Yeah. Besides websites, which is always great too, but you can, some of the better shops, they're carrying them. So. Oh, they're selling them to a lot, a lot of, of shops. When, when they go to PCA, and by the way, Michael Slate's going to be at TPE. Oh, cool. I've never met him in person. Oh, very cool. I've had a hundred Zooms with him, yeah. but we've never met him in person. And you know, he's sponsoring the Cannonball Run Car. Buffalo. Buffalo Run, whatever. Buffalo Run Car. That's awesome. You know, I that's hope the, to get a band. kind of creative, fun things they do, right? It's like, hey, let's have some fun. Dude, when I told... I, 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 you're, I, not, you're not driving a humidor, right? You're driving a car. I, 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 I text Michael and I said... I've got a unique opportunity and I would like to talk to you about it. He was like, all right, when you want to meet? And I was like, anytime after three on Thursday. And he's like, I'll be there. We meet up, we talk. And the first thing I say, I'm like, all right, this is going to sound a little crazy, 
but I'm looking for a sponsor to buy a car. And he was kind of like, uh oh. Yeah. And but- I'm like, but it's for a race and the car can only be 750 bucks. And he's like, and this is going to be drivable? <laughs> and I was like, I hope so. I hope so. But he was like, "Yeah, we're in. What do you What do you need?" See, that's that's a partner. Yeah, that's what you want to find. And so, when I say that it's hard to be a sponsor for Cigar Talk, it's not hard. All you have to do is make a quality product and be good people. That's all we want. Yeah. And if you're not that, don't come a knocking. Well, I'm sure you've you've talked about this before. You've gotten great offers that. Our offers of money. We've had offers with money, and I'm like, man, I can't be. I I, I, I don't have any stories to tell that would be good. <laughs> you know what I mean? This cigar doesn't burn well, <laughs> tunnels, and is hard to draw. But but they sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I'm not going to lie to our listeners. Yeah, I'm not. Your, gonna your integrity comes through, and I don't have a lot. <laughs> no, you. Do. I know. I, I'm I'm joking. Yeah, sometimes. Mostly. 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 No, I do have integrity just because uh, I don't like to be lied to. Yeah. I don't like to be misled. So I would not do that to people who listen to this show. Yeah. And so that's just the way it is. Well, uh, before we go, because I know we're wrapping this up, I want to invite you out to the Phoenix Lounge. That's my Oh, buddy, my dude, you know lounge. I want to go there. Yeah, James Luke and Bill Jr. He's got this incredible lounge and we've got. Larry come. Oh, yeah, 100%. Larry, you can come. Yeah. I didn't know if they let blacks in there. Uh, so. Well, I get <laughs> Larry's like, is we it welcome, a sundown lounge? We welcome, we welcome everybody. <laughs> that, you know what? And that, you know what? I've always said the community, the cigar community We're is the cigar. most yeah, diverse yeah. community yeah. you can be a part of. And we found actually diversity's helped us. Grow. Oh, a hundred percent. It helps us. Because different opinions are only good. Different perspectives are great. Yeah. And I don't know if, have you ever been in a fight with five black guys? No. Well, if you're in a fight with five black guys at night, it is not fun. Okay. So, I mean, let me just tell you this. Here's the thing. If you're fighting five black guys at night, think about this. If you're fighting five black guys at all during the day, close your eyes. Now, how many how many black guys are you fighting? <laughs> That's a Theo Vaughn joke. <laughs> so anyway, all right. But we would love to have you guys out there. Dude, we would love to. You know, I'm a big fan of the Habano Phoenix cigar. Yeah. Those uh, are, well. I didn't see any of those in the bag. No, because no. Uh, are they low? Are they short? Yeah, I smoked my last one. Oh, so we'll those see. were really good. Is there's he going to make more? There's always hope for the future. But yeah, yeah. yeah. If there's anything we can do to help spur yeah. that on, because yeah. those are great cigars. great cigars. Like those are memorable cigars. Yeah. Again, it's just you know finding the right partner to make it all work. I hear you. Hey, Michael Slate. <laughs> but we, you know, we'd love to have you out there and have you meet the guys. I would love to come out and hang out that and lounge. Generally, I usually cook. So it's not going to be yeah, it's not going to be a bad bad day. Or my buddy Brian, the guy from New Orleans, cook. I mean, we we've got great food. So so does he live there now, or does he still live in New Orleans? No, he's he's in Dallas. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So yeah, so it would be fun to have you out there for that deal. And then 
You could meet the. Uh, you could go to our home lounge too, which is El Dorado Fine Cigars and Rock. I've never been there. Wonderful. You'd love. It's an old house. You, oh. you walk right in. You feel like home. It's got a huge back porch, and it's got a backyard with picnic tables. And when you walk in the floors, it's the- are there barefoot women in the kitchen cooking? No, Rob. Oh. Or Sisters of Leaf are much more advanced than that. Okay, they're 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 out there and having fun. So, but the floorboards are the old floorboards that creak. You know. Oh yeah, all yeah, wooden it's floors. An old, it's an old house. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, you know, I my house was built in 1938. Oh, wow. And uh, there was a professor at Hardin-Simmons. When was this house built? Here. So, my house right there, there yeah. was 1938. Yeah. This was built in the 60s. Okay. This uh, mother-in-law. mother-in-law apartment, and it was built by the owner, which was a professor at Hardin-Simmons. Oh, cool. Yeah, he built it himself. Oh, wow. That's why it's like kind of, you know, the the doorway is like six foot five. (laughs) The other night, Larry was coming into my office, and I mean, I thought he was going to knock out. Like, he, bam! (laughs) He's like, ow! And I was like, I'm going to put a pad on that. Yeah. Well, we love Larry. Yeah, please do. (laughs) He was like, please do. (laughs) I know he saw stars. Yeah. I thought he was going to be knocked out. Yeah. But, hey, man. Thank you right, for everything. Appreciate it, brother. Not just tonight, but everything. Thank you. Love you. Know. Uh, so we're going to keep doing this. But oh. when, we get, when we get to 10 years, it's maybe a little tougher than most. <laughs> I'll be ready. I'll be ready. Hey, did you know he gave me a lighter just like this? Yes, I know. I came in and I was like, what's in that box? You didn't tell me. I like to leave little treats for you. That was a nice surprise. Nice little surprise, yeah. Real nice surprise. So anyway. All right, man. Well, hey, uh, we'll be talking to you soon as always. And I have a feeling that when the show's over, we're gonna pop open that bottle, maybe. Oh yeah. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right, brother. All right, we got Big Larry coming on back. Be ready for the Tabanero trivia. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear man. I breathe the mountain air, man. Thanks for hanging through the break, guys. I hope you enjoyed the interview with Sean O'Connor. Sean O'Connor. The rep for Luciano Cigars and a longtime listener and more than that, a good friend. Yes. I mean, we always love when Sean comes and it's not because he brings us some badass bourbon and badass cigars, but that is nice. And the donuts. Oh, and the donuts. Don't forget the donuts. Yeah, I don't know. Sean, those donuts were great. Thank you. Dude, the donuts were fantastic. I don't know. I if did you take any home with you? No, no, I did not. I think you donated those the rest of the shop. I brought home to to the peasants. I I brought home one strawberry donut. Did you? And uh see that. Yeah, it, that's called the Homer. And so I came home. I took a shower. I went into the bedroom. I was laying on the bed naked, and my wife was playing ring toss. She didn't have much to go on, did she? Oh, she nailed it the first time. She was like, wow, that, that big hole just fits so easily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you okay over there? No, I am not. It's been a while since you played the ring toss. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I told you before, people I know watch <laughs> this show. Well, I thought that you told me that people you know ask you, hey, what's that show called? And what do you say? I'm not telling anybody. 
<laughs> He's like, I ain't, I, I ain't on a show. <laughs> my sister, my sister said to me, "So what's the, what's that podcast you've been helping out with?" I said, "You, you will never find out." <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, you know what's funny is I'm gonna tell this. I met with a customer not long ago at my regular job. Oh, okay. And I was talking. Job we're not gonna talk about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, he said, "I don't know how it came up, but apparently he loves cigars." And I was like, "Oh, that's super cool, man! I actually have a couple in my pocket." (laughs) I reached in my pocket and pulled out a couple of medallias. (laughs) It's like, dude, try these, see if you like those. I love these. And he was like, "Oh, no! Wow, you have cigars with you in your pocket." And I was like, well, I, I do a cigar show. And he's like, oh, what's the name of it? I was like, can't tell you. <laughs> Sorry, bro. He was like, no, for real. And I was like, yeah, yeah for, for real. real. <laughs> You'll never find out. So I didn't tell him. A deep Google search. <laughs> I was like, you're going to have to look up Rob motherfucking Jones. <laughs> but anyway, I haven't talked to him since. So I don't know if he actually found it or not. But I was like, I ain't telling you. Is he still a customer? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah. Good. I he had. Then he has not found. I, it. I take care of my people. Yeah, yeah, that's the. You know what? I pride myself on taking care of my people. That's good. So, that's what we do. Anyway, uh, we want to say thank you to Sean for making the journey. Yes. down to Abilene, being part of the show, and just being a good friend of the show. Oh, Sean, thank you. Yeah, thank you, Sean. Cheers, cheers, you. cheers, cheers to Sean. Sorry, you can't get in this shot, but thank you, Sean. It's it's always a pleasure to see you and hang is. out with you, dude. When when Sean's coming into town, correct me if I'm wrong. You're wrong. But when we are at the Leaf and we know Sean's coming, we kind of brag. Yeah, we do. that Sean's yeah. coming. Yeah, we're like, hey, Sean's, Sean's coming. Gonna be, here. He's gonna be here. He's you're gonna, gonna be you're here. You're gonna want to be here for this. Sean's gonna be here. It's because gonna be great. Yeah. All right, all right. You know, okay. Hey, you know what? Step outside. Yeah, right. you're done. You're Get in timeout. Get you're out. You're in timeout. Get out. I will tell you this, though. On my way out, I ran into Fritz face-to-face. Oh, ooh. Must have been unpleasant yeah. for you. Uh, instead of getting a boner, I now have an innie. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Like that. <laughs> so, anyway. No, you know what? It was real nice. I'm not going to knock him. More than I normally do. <laughs> but he did say, hey, Rob, great seeing you. I hope you have a Merry Christmas. And you know what? That's I nice. said, I hope you have a Merry Christmas, too. That's good. That's good. I'm proud of you. Yeah. You are evolving. I wanted, I mean, what I wanted to be like, I hope you fucking die. But I didn't say that yep. because it's Christmas. Yep. I thought he had a black eye. He did have a black eye. Did he? I didn't notice I w- that. Well, you I know what? To be fair, it. Sean, it wasn't like a punch. I was trying to give him a high five, and he was slow and short. <laughs> I was like, high five, bam. Ow. He, he, thought, hurt. I was, he thought I was saluting Hitler. <laughs> That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> so, Sorry, Fritz. Is Fritz a German name? I have no that idea. sounds German. Okay. Does that sound German? Fritz. Fritz. I mean, you could see Hitler saying that. Fritz. <laughs> can't believe I just did that. <laughs> we got a black man doing the aisle Hitler. <laughs> Whoa. We're going to get canceled. Edit that out. Uh, speaking of canceled. <laughs> so, yeah, speaking of canceled, one of my favorite comedians 
was threatened by the cancel culture. Do you know who Matt Reif is? So Matt Reif is a comedian that I really enjoy. I think he's funny. He's young. And I'm not like leaning a new way, but he's a very good looking guy. You know what I mean? He's not, he's young. He looks like he uses a lot of moisturizer. <laughs> he's got that cool haircut going on. You know, he wears tight shirts. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> anyway, let's move this along. <laughs> he, he did a Netflix special. And on this Netflix special, the very first bit that he comes out with, he's like, yeah, me and a buddy go to a restaurant and our waitress comes out and she's got this big ass shiner on her eye. I mean, it's like, you don't even question how that shit happened. Yeah. And he's like, my buddy's like, I feel like the restaurant should have her in the back cooking instead of serving. And Matt Reif says, if she could cook, she probably wouldn't have that cider. Oh, oh man. So all of the feminists came out and was like, oh, you're making fun of domestic violence. And he was like, uh, I don't mean to offend anyone. I come out to entertain. And if I have offended you, I have a link here for my official apology. You click on the link, and the link takes you to a website that sells helmets for retards. <laughs> so that was like a big fuck you to cancel culture. So everybody have a good night. I'm out. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? No. So what I would, but let me finish. All right. What I really like is over the last year, 2023 was not very kind to me. But the the plus side of 23. You probably earned that. Maybe. But what I do love about 2023 is I've seen a young generation of comedians come out that's like, fuck y'all. I'm going to do whatever I do that's funny. And if you don't like it, don't watch. And they're not getting canceled. And I like... Finally, somebody's coming out against the cancel culture police. You know, we could go on and on about cancel culture. You're not agreeing with them, are you? What I'm going to say is this. Cancel culture is wrong. Okay, thank you. Until, no, hold Until on. Until it's a black finish. joke. Uh, no, well, <laughs> well, you're damn right. No, no, but until it's something that offend, that offends you personally, and then all of a sudden... That person should be canceled. And, you know, we've seen that a whole lot. But I don't get offended by yeah. comedians yeah. Oh, because yeah. all they're yeah. doing you, is telling jokes. Okay. Yeah. If you get offended by jokes, don't go watch comedians. There's there's so much on social media these days. There's so much in everybody's face all the time that is hurtful to people and i just i just i just don't agree with it and and so you know i get so it and i understand people should get the fuck off social media it's not just social media but, but but it's 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 in the news also every day it's in the news what 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 happened here what's on what was on what was on tiktok what was on what was on oh, instagram uh, facebook speaking oh, well, of tiktok speaking of tiktok yeah so i don't know we're going to get you, into this now folks i don't know if, if you follow uh, hello listeners cigar talk rob on cigar I mean, uh, TikTok. Well, you won't be following Cigar Talk Rob <laughs> might anymore. might have noticed that I'm no longer on there because I have been permanently banned. Let's turn this around toward the camera. Yeah. 
<laughs> Let's have another the drink. The new riff. So, uh, yeah, TikTok Rob is permanently banned from TikTok. Yeah. And, and I mean, I didn't do anything wrong. Well, not according <laughs> to TikTok, apparently. <laughs> well, I did violate their policies. They have policies. And you know what's funny, though? And I don't really give a shit. I know you don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was yeah, no, like, I get it. I people get it. were like, when I told people that I was banned from TikTok, and it wasn't just banned, I was banned for life. And I was like, you don't know how long that's going to be, so it might not be that big a deal. No, but yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, if I die tomorrow, okay, I didn't get to use TikTok for three days. And yeah, and you know, the life you live, in reality, you might have like two weeks left. Exactly. Yeah. So, so but even on top of that. But they picked a, a hill to die on. TikTok did. Well, well you know what? I didn't read their policy. <laughs> I mean, have you read Instagram policy? Have you read the Facebook policy? No. We no. just be like clicking. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yes. like whatever gets me on, <laughs> I just click all that shit. They're like, hey, can I uh, have your house when you die? Sure. <laughs> whatever it takes, bro. I just want to put shit on here so people can look at funny shit. I hope everybody heard that because I would like Rob's house when he dies. <laughs> well, so would my wife. In two weeks. <laughs> You're going to have to marry my wife to get it. Well, you know. That's not a problem. She makes a pretty good dinner. And, yeah. Dude, her taco casserole. <laughs> I had that too, didn't I? No, I had an enchilada casserole. Oh, you had the enchilada. Yes. And that was. Woo. My wife takes care of me. Yes. And I appreciate it. And sometimes. She takes care of you. Yes, she does. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Yeah. she She's a giver. Shout out to Miss B. Yep. Shout out yep. to Miss B. And you. It was very nice that you, you know what? She's received gifts from you this week. She got a pecan pie that you brought back from out of town. I was. Sean shows up and has an elf and a box of chocolates. Ooh. She'll be lucky to see the chocolates. So that means I got to step up my game. Because Sean is like. <laughs> Sean's like, I'm, I'm sliding in there. Yeah. If something happens to Rob. Hand me the number one, would you please? <laughs> Hand me what need? What? the number one. Where's number one? I'll get it myself. Oh, the bourbon. I was like, are you, are you sure? What, what is a number one? <laughs> are we on the same show? <laughs> Isn't this bourbon talk? Yeah. Something like that. So anyway, I was on TikTok. And, you know, when you're on TikTok, the way it works is you want, you can't go live or join a live with someone else until you have a thousand followers. Ooh. And for six months, I have been like posting funny shit, not my shit. I mean, some of it was my shit, but a lot of it was somebody else's shit. And so after six months, I finally get enough to go live. Okay. So I'm scrolling and I see some dude doing live cigar something. All right. I don't remember his name, but anyway. I'll never forget old what's-his-name. I, I, I joined this live, and it's three people talking. It's the host that's the cigar something. It's some other dude named Robert and some woman named Helen. Robert and Helen and, and so cigar something. The host guy, cigar something, is like, yeah, I used to do a podcast on uh, cigar stuff, and uh, you know when people would come on the show, I'd let them know that we're not going to be using any foul language. Because that's not right. The Lord doesn't care for that. And I said, I, I just typed out, I said, 
Sounds like an exciting show. <laughs> and, and so the Robert guy says to the host, hey, who's this cigar talk Rob? <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, he hosts some cigar show podcast. And he says, hey, man, you want to come on live with us? And I was like, fuck yeah, I do. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> and so I come on. And once I go on, I'm like not cursing. Yeah. Because if you don't like if it's your live. That's right. You're, if you come on my live, you don't tell me what I can and can't say. Right. But if I come on your live and you already make it known that you don't like F-bombs, I'm not going to drop F-bombs. I'm I did proud of you for your, for your self-restraint. I respect people. Okay. I did drop a couple of shits, <laughs> and I did apologize immediately. Okay. And then we got into a whole big talk about that kind of stuff. And so I'm smoking while we're on this live, and a little pop-up window comes up. Boom. This stream is being restricted to 21 and over because you're smoking. And I was like, what the hell is this shit? And the guy that's hosting is like, ah, yeah, I don't care, whatever. So now nobody outside of us four can even see this live. Mm -hmm. And I mean, who cares? We're having great conversation. Like both of the guys were cops. The woman, I don't know what she did. She just sat there and looked at us you know what i mean like she worked with the government she was i was like wild. is she in a coma <laughs> <laughs> is she breathing are you gonna use that torch oh yeah right. yeah yeah sorry i'm lighting the el pupo oh the from artisanal tobacco i'm smoking one too great stick mm. the el pupo el pupo i like it which means octopus, octopus. i think they should change it to El Popos. That way it would be Octopussies. <laughs> you don't like the Once James again. Bond movies. <laughs> don't you remember that movie, Octopussy? Yes, I do. Was that Roger Moore? That was, was that, Roger that was Moore. Roger. That was back when James Bond was a badass. Who was your favorite James Bond? Roger Moore. Really? Yeah, was it who really? was yours? So I don't don't I, say so, Sean Connery. No, no. I, I, You know, I thought it was... Um, I thought I preferred Sean Connery over Roger Moore, and then, uh, and you know, I'm I'm about like two years old. I'm about two years older than you. You're ten. I'm about two years older than you. <laughs> so when you're ten years old, you're two years older than my big toenail. I'm about two years old. <laughs> I'm about two years older than you. Okay. So there was a time when uh, uh, Pierce Brosnan. Was doing Remington. Oh, I yeah, would never. I was you, never ever finish? a Pierce Brosnan fan. Can I finish? That's when can James Bond went I gay. Guess I, I guess I can't finish. All right, go. Would ahead. you let me finish? Yeah, I will okay. let you finish. So you do this thing all, all the time. Yeah, let me finish. So when he was, <laughs> when he, I want to finish. So, <laughs> <laughs> just once lay again, there. Once again, I remind you, right, people I know. Watch this well, show. No, no, actually, they won't, because I will tell them it's gone under a different name, and you're and, like, and I hey, have nothing hey, to do with hey. it. They're like, "What show is that that you work with?" You're like, "Good Health." <laughs> 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 health matters. <laughs> no, so, but 
so Piers, you know, he did a show called Remington Steel. I remember. Yeah, and I and you know, I n- I never even watched it that often. But that was but a it was, soap it was, opera. Yeah, well, well, I wouldn't call it. It was anyway, a nighttime yeah, soap it opera. It was a nighttime. It was a primetime show. Anyhow, um, no, so it was no. Dallas, and it was a soap opera. Dallas was a soap opera. Uh, no, but I I thought that um, I don't know. There was something about Rem- about. Piers Brosnan back then, I thought that you know he'd make a good James Bond, and he was supposed to be the next James James Bond. I think after Sean Connery left, and then something after no, it was after Roger Moore, and then something happened. It was supposed to be a scheduling issue or something. He couldn't go do it, but I thought he would make a good James Bond. And Pierce then Brosnan, I thought I thought he would. And then did it, you like didn't him? Happen? Well, I mean, once I, he was James Bond. Did you like, oh, yeah. Back then, I, you know, I was never a huge James Bond fan. I, th- I thought he did okay. I was never a huge James Bond fan. So then when Daniel Craig, t- I didn't like, oh, Timothy Dalton came in later. I did not like Timothy Dalton. And then I didn't even, I didn't even see those. Yeah, yeah. I, the Living Daylights, and I think he did like maybe two, no more than three. Remember Goldfinger? Yes. That was Roger Moore. Yeah. Roger Moore did all the badass ones. Yes. Okay. Remember the car that the wheels tucked in and it was underwater? No. So once again, I cannot finish. So that was octopus. All right. Okay. So anyhow, once again, so Daniel Craig after somebody else, it was Timothy Dalton, Piers Brosnan, and then I think Daniel Craig. And I didn't think it was going to let me finish. And I didn't think I was going to like Daniel Craig. I tried to watch Casino Royale, uh, and I got through about 30 minutes of it when it first came out. Did not like it. Didn't like Daniel Craig. Then some time went by. The next one came out. Some time went by. And then, I, I honestly and truly, I think Daniel Craig has been the best James Bond. I don't Bond. even know who Daniel Craig is. He was the last James Bond. I didn't see it. Well, you should Because once have. Pierce he did, he did took over, I, I was like, I'm you? done with that I shit. I think he did. I don't know. Sean, do you know how many? He did three? He did three. <sighs> Who? Uh, Daniel Craig. What's We're he look Daniel like? Craig. He looks like Daniel Craig. Is he Craig. white? They've all been white. Okay, good. Because let's not cross Stop. that line. So, you know, hey, hey, you know, there's. I some... thought they were doing a woman James Bond. Well, they've ta- they've talked about a woman James Bond. They talked about uh, Idris Elba doing James Bond, and everybody lost their minds. He can't be black. He can't be black. He can't be a woman. He can't be a woman. Can't be People black. Can't be a woman. That's. I mean, it's they James tried, Bond. They tried to cancel James Bond. Oh, Imagine oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan of that dude. I don't. I you know was... what? I think he's ugly. No, I did not watch him because he's ugly. So are you. I don't care. I'm not James Bond. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> right. I mean, dude, Roger, what's his name? Moore. Moore was like the ultimate classy spy. You liked him so much you couldn't even remember his last name. Come on, Rob. I'm just saying. Well, you know what? If you, if you, For me, when it comes to like that... European spy guy. My choice is Roger Moore, Peter Sellers. Peter Sellers was good. And Mr. Bean. So the first Casino Royale I saw. <laughs> look, 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 Sean's smiling because he knows Mr. Bean is good. Also David Niven and George Thursby. I don't know either one of those guys. Yeah, I forgot about them. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. See, Sean's here for the voice of historical accuracy he's like jamie on joe rogan sean what did you think about uh daniel craig I liked him. he thank said he liked him thank you I, thank you is that the guy you liked the most 
Yeah, as it turns out, it was. Okay. Okay. All right, good. I don't know why you we got a went problem down with that? that road. That you got was a problem with boring as if you have, Okay, so, you know, if you have a problem with that, we can step aside. Sean can take over the show for about... Are we going to play wiener tag? No, no, we're not. No, we can step aside for about 30 seconds, and I will knock you out. <laughs> I will knock you out. Sean Connery was the best one. You like Sean Connery best. His name is Sean. Get out. <laughs> but he spells it different. Go. Walk, walk outside. It's S-E-A-N. He wasn't the original no, Roger Moore. No, no, Roger Roger Moore was not the original. He wasn't the original, but he was before no, Sean but you, Connery. No, but you said and and but George George Clooney. He was, no, <laughs> but he was before Roger Moore. Who was before Roger Moore? Me. <laughs> You're no Bond. Oh yes, I am. You're more like a rock and roller. Bond. Bond. <laughs> Were you a fan of rock hey. and roll? Sean Connery, Sean? David, David Dillon, George Lesby, Roger Moore, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan. Now, were you a fan of Peter Sellers? Yeah, of course. In the Pink Panther series? Like, that was, dude, I grew up on that. His best one was uh, 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 Doctor Strangelove. Oh, dude, I saw that. That's a classic. 1968. Great film. You know what? You know what? Classic film I hated was the 2001 Space Odyssey. Did you ever see that? No, I never saw that. Yeah, don't waste your time. Boring as shit. Like three hours long. When you get done, you're like, I don't know what I just watched. You know, it's funny. I I almost watched that a couple. I almost watched that a couple nights ago. Just you know what? I like the music. I like the. I'm wrong. You love that movie? No, Sean is gay. <laughs> yeah, but you're yeah, but you're still wrong. Yeah, well, either way, yeah. uh, here's the thing. Like, okay, I took film analysis my senior year of high school. That was one of the films we watched. Did and, you pass? Oh, I did, but it was one of those classes. What where was your grade? Everybody what was your passed. grade? It's probably a D. <laughs> <laughs> I made a lot of D's. <laughs> they didn't call me double D for nothing. <laughs> wasn't because my tits were big. I was young then. <laughs> They're big now, okay? But anyway. And floppy. <laughs> floppy. Anyway. Oh, so back to TikTok and I got banned. <laughs> How'd we get off on that shit? I have no idea. Anyway, I'm on TikTok on somebody else's live, and I'm smoking a cigar. It comes up, pops up, and says, hey, you're smoking. That violates our rules. And I'm like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. So I keep smoking. And then, like, I don't know, five minutes later, a little thing pops up and says, hey, you're smoking. And each one of these is a violation. And then I was showing them this badass Case Elegance humidor. And I was, like, showing them, you know, all my cigars and shit. And then I showed them the hygrometer. And they're like, oh, is that a drawer at the bottom? I'm like, oh, yeah, this is the best part. And I open the drawer and I show them the Colt 45. And immediately, a pop-up shows up and it's like, you're banned for life. <laughs> and I was like, I don't care. <clears throat> so, I'm no longer on TikTok. So, I just want to ask you this question. Mm -hmm. And this is... Honestly know, serious. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, we've been friends for a few years now and I feel comfortable asking. I appreciate this. that you consider us friends. Well, for the sake of <laughs> When you look back over... Your life. Aren't there a lot of places you've been banned from for life? 
Yes. Just just answer the question. There's been a few bars, <laughs> if that's what you're talking about. <laughs> Apparently, it's frowned upon <laughs> to pee in the corner. <laughs> but when you got to go, <laughs> you got to go. Right. It's like, in fact, I got banned from a place in Lubbock called Jake's. My brother was very, very close, good friends with the owner. And they still banned. And I still got banned. And so my brother calls me. He's like, dude, what the fuck happened last night? You're banned from Jake's. And I'm like, what? I got banned from Jake's? And he's like, they threw you out last night. And I was like, they did? (laughs) I don't remember that. It's called Jake's. And it's in Lubbock. How did I get banned? So anyway, uh, I asked my brother. I was like, hey, man, you know what? Give me your buddy's number. I'm going to call him. I'm going to smooth all this over. <laughs> I have a way of, you know. Talking with people. Talking dealing people. with people. I have yeah. a way with you. You, you, you can work things out. Yeah. So I called him up and I said, hey, man, I apologize 100%. I am so sorry. I was completely out of line. And uh, I, I hope you can accept my apology. And he goes, hey, man, I appreciate you calling. I do accept your apology. Still can't come back. And he said, but you can't come back to Jake's. And I was like, are you fucking for real? (laughs) I was like, I called and apologize, you motherfucker. So, you know, there are times in life when when it. You know what I'm happy about, though? That place closed down. Oh, well. Serves them right. (laughs) That's what happens when you start banning people, especially famous people. I wasn't famous then. I'm not famous now. That's true. But I was famous then. You were infamous. I, I was, okay, yes. Yeah. I was infamous then. <laughs> and you're infamous now. <laughs> Maybe. So anyway, uh, I'm banned on TikTok for showing off my Colt 45, and I was smoking. I've done way worse and not got banned from you other have, places. You have. <laughs> so, so TikTok. Well, but here's the funny part. There's a new marshal in town. So I told my brother... And you know my brother is TikTok famous. Mm-hmm. With all his platforms, he's over two million followers. The dancing UPS man. Yeah, you know what's funny as shit was I was outside looking for my keys. <laughs> my no, my phone. Were you dancing? <laughs> no. what, okay, was it your keys or your phone? It was my phone. Let's stay. Let Let's stay on task. But right. It, here I now. found my phone and I was excited. And then I'm you lost your back keys. into the house yeah. and the UPS truck stops. Young kid, looks like he's probably 25, Thought 26. it was your brother. Thought it was your brother. Comes running out, hands me a package, and I'm like, that's not cigars. <laughs> he's he's just, like. You knew right away. And I was smoking. <laughs> and he's like, no. And uh, anyway, I said, hey, man, you ever seen that dancing UPS guy, uh, Russell Butler? And he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that's my little brother. And he's like, oh, no way. And I'm like, yeah, when when you go back to the warehouse today, tell all your friends he's gay. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what he said? All right, I will. (laughs) Is there anything wrong with that, though? Not at all. All If you want to be gay. Be gay. Be gay. You know what I mean? If you want to be whatever you want to be, be you. That's the community here. Be yeah. who you are. I love gay guys. That doesn't sound right, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Like, you know, you, yeah. you I don't even know if you know yeah, John. I know, yeah, I, like, yeah, you, I know, you know John yeah, I know, in the yeah. Discord. He's one of my 
favorite cigar smokers ever. He's gay. He's married to a dude. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know you'd taken that step. Yeah. Well, I mean, for well, a long time. Fun. And I mean, dude, they're cool as shit. I love those guys. And so we're, I th- we're talking about different Johns now, aren't we? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Not that John. Okay. Not Bobo the Smoking Clown. Oh, okay. This is, uh, what's John's last name? Do you remember? Doesn't matter. Whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey, I'm happy for John. Probably shouldn't put that out there. <laughs> no, well, no, I mean, I, if he's married, people know. Well, I know, but we yeah. don't need to be telling people's last name. Yeah. Be looking him up. <laughs> so, but no, John's cool Google as shit, search. dude. Like, if I want to ask a gay question legitimately, like, I could go to that dude and be like, hey, you dude. Somebody, yeah, you have somebody you can talk to. And if he wants to ask a non-gay question, he can call me yeah. or you. Yeah, that's true. Probably you more than well. Me. If if I knew him, he could call me, but he doesn't have my number. Yeah, and I've actually called that out. guy. Good. I've actually called him. We've talked many times. Good. Yeah. I. You know. I don't. Whatever people want to do. If you want to be, be happy. If be you want to be trans, be trans. If you want to be a furry, be furry. You know what I mean? We don't care. Yep. We don't. Here's the deal. I don't give a fuck what you think about me, and you shouldn't give a fuck what anybody thinks about you. What it comes down to is, in this community... I don't know are, if you've noticed that the F-bombs have come out yeah. on the last part of the show. Uh, yeah, I have noticed. Uh, they're from that side of the table. <laughs> have you noticed my, 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 my restraint? There's no F-bombs coming from that side of the table. They're all over there. Yeah, that's so, fair. So, yeah. so my people, my family, my pastor, if you're watching... They're over there. Yeah, Rob's but I mean, I've hell. always... What'd you say? Rob's going to hell. But I'm saving you a seat. Thank you. <laughs> At the bar. Yeah, I'll probably be there eventually. You're like, hey, pour us a couple of doubles here. What's I got a friend that'll be here soon. <laughs> He's living in my house. <laughs> so anyway, He's retired hey, now. you know what? I didn't have much time left. Let's jump into the Tabanero trivia. Okay. 50 bucks worth of Tabanero Maceda money. Maceda money is the way to go. Christmas is coming, and there must be somebody in your life, a cigar smoker, that you want to do something great for. Or you might just want for cigars yourself. for yourself. Yes. That's me. Yes. Yeah, I know. Because <laughs> you're selfish like I, that. You know, yeah, well, yeah. I was brought up that way. I had two brothers. You didn't get yours. You're not getting <laughs> Kind of like the woman you were dating last week. <laughs> you know, that's a sore topic Personal. for me. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Hitting close uh, home. Are you asking the question or am I? I'm going to ask the question. All right. Tabanero. You, you, you want to ask the question? I, 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 you don't I remember don't, the question. I, I do, do remember. You? I don't know okay. if I can get the words out. Okay. But uh, <clears throat> Tabanero trivia of the week. Tell us, where was John Powers Booth Wilkes. Okay, so <laughs> I don't think the powers was supposed to be in there. <laughs> John's Wilkes Booth. The, the Tabernacle question of the week. Where John Wilkes Booth assassinated Abraham Lincoln. Well, we At all the Ford know Theater. That. What maybe everybody does not. Oh. At the Ford Theater in Washington, DC. Where is John Wilkes Booth buried? That's the Tabernacle question of the week. And if you get the correct answer to that question, you can win. You can win. 
All right. What, what, what are they going to win, Rob? 50 Mercedes bucks. Mercedes bucks. And you can go to Tabanero's website and spend that 50 bucks any way you want. For yourself or, or somebody, for somebody else. that you care about that likes cigars or cigar-related stuff. Now, let me ask you a question. Are you historically a Abraham Lincoln fan? Yes and no. Why yes? And, and make it simple. We don't want to get into it. 30 seconds. Yes. Okay. So. What do you like about Abraham Lincoln? So Abraham Lincoln got a lot of credit for the Emancipation Emancipation Declaration, freeing the slaves. Um, but there's also. Some, oh, oh, this is just about what you like. Not about what you don't. All right. Well, that's what I like. All right. Now, what do you don't like? <laughs> I was getting into that. Rob. I wanted to separate okay. them. Okay, to separate them. So once again, you're about segregation. You like George Wallace? Segregation now? Me? Segregation? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Split okay. them up. So um, we're not we're, history. There are some parts of history that don't clearly define this. Did he? Was he really concerned about freeing the slaves, or was he really concerned about just keeping the country, trying to keep the country together? And there are some historians that say that he didn't—he didn't really care about freeing slaves. He was just trying to avoid the Civil War, which came about eventually, anyway. So let me ask you this, though. I and and I don't know about all. a lot. I don't know a lot. Yeah, but here's my thing: if he was just trying to keep the country together, he could have just said, "Let them keep the slaves," because then we wouldn't have been in the Civil War. But maybe we still would have. Why? Because there were a lot of people that did not want slavery. Okay. Well, you know, it's kind of like the uh, offensive shit. You don't want a slave? Don't have one. True? That is true. Right. However, by the same token, would you be a fan of people being kept in bondage against their fair will? Against their will? Against their... No, I would not, but I'm also not a fan of uh, going keep, to Mars. Keep, keep in mind, I'm probably the only black friend but, you have left. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm thinking. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> okay. So so tread lightly. Tread lightly. No, 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 no. So, but boy, what I'm saying is I have zero interest of ever, ever going to Mars. I think it's dumb. Okay. Just one, why? And you know how much money it costs to send someone to Mars? So I mean, eventually you, you, you can circle back around something <laughs> that, that makes sense, right? But you know what I'm saying is, like, I disagree with that. What, Mars or slavery? People going to Mars. Okay. I'm glad we cleared that up. Oh, so Sean is adding a little insight to historical people were, well, yeah, he's a history buff. Yeah. And so what he is saying is that, you know, America was young then, mm -hmm. and there was a lot of territories that had not become states. Yeah. And there were these territories that were like, hey, if you're doing slavery, we're not coming in. Okay. Okay. So that opens up a whole new field. All right. I'm just saying, if you don't like it, don't look at it. If I don't like what? Don't look at the what? slavery. 
It's easy for people to stick their head in the sand, is what I'm saying. Whether it's right or wrong, if you don't like something, it's very easy just to go, eh, I'm not looking over there. Okay. We have a lot of that stuff still going on today. We do. In in, in different areas. Trust, trust me, I know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. So, no, so, so you're saying that maybe Lincoln was doing it just to keep the peace with the people who were like, yeah, we don't like that shit. Trying to keep the country together. So, you know what? Kudos for having the balls to say, yep, these people don't want that, and I'm going to put a stop to it. Okay. Even if he uh, he agreed with it, didn't agree with it, he didn't give a shit either way, he still had the balls to yeah. go, these people don't like that shit. I'll give, uh, I'll give him credit for that. And how many politicians do we have today that listen to the people? The Not many. He no. was half in the water, half out of the water. Yeah. He was... The water was lukewarm. At the end, he was all in. But in the beginning, he was half Well, I mean, you would, I mean, but think about it as a president at that time. It was a big fucking deal. Yeah, it was. And so it's not an easy decision to make. Even if something that's going on is wrong, how many people died in the Civil War? A lot. A, a lot of people shit died. ton. And to make that decision to say, you know what? We're going to go in full force and we're going to put a stop to it. That's a lot of balls. That Even if you're not 100% on board with the cause, when you commit all those men's lives, you're in 100% now. Yeah. So 850,000 people lost their lives over it. So... I would say you can't knock him if he wasn't on board 100% maybe in the beginning because at the end, he didn't pull out. No, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking him. I'm not knocking him. I'm just saying that. Um, and I'm, I mean. So my biggest. I'm glad, I'm glad he signed the paper. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, if he didn't, this show would look a lot different. <laughs> Can you give me some coffee? <laughs> Man, I will knock you out. <laughs> Once again, I remind you, how many black friends do you have? You were like, me. You think that waitress had a shiner. <laughs> anyway, hey, you want some tabanero bucks? <laughs> Where is John, John Wilkes buried? You, can you say it? I did. John buried. Wilkes Booth. Where is John Wilkes Booth buried? Yes. All right. Okay. That's a good question. Yeah. We didn't do our pick six. Let's go ahead and knock that out. You I'm go, first. go first. Thank you. I've got mine down. Outstanding. I'm going to go with the uh, Gran Habano red and green. No, no, no. Blue and green. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Sean. I, I guess you don't. You <laughs> actually don't have them knocked Dude, out. Dude, that was a damn good stick. I mean, it was one of those cigars that I smoked that when I would got down to the final third, I... A, a, a tear rolled down my face. I didn't want it to be over. Yeah. And then we're going to step on over to the Luciano Maria Lucia. That right. cigar knocked it out of the park for me. Right. And then I'm going to bring in one of my regular favorite cigars that I just, like, I don't smoke it often. It's almost like a special cigar. Yeah. Because, one, it's very full-bodied cigar. Bring it on. Yellow Rose 
from uh, Crown, no, Undercrown. Crown Heads. I love that cigar. You know, it's funny. You have one in the humidor. I have one. Out there. You didn't smoke it. No, I didn't okay. because I saw it and I was going to smoke it. And that's the only one I saw. And I know how much you like those. And I thought I should smoke this thing right down. And then I thought, no, because I know Rob loves this cigar. Now, now, so I left it for you. Now, because and, and, that's the kind of friend that I am. And I appreciate that. But also, you know, I'm the kind of friend that's like, what do I say about my human? I know. I know. When you come over, yep. you take there, whatever you want to smoke. Yep. Now, there is a 1926 in here. Do not touch yeah, that I'm, fucking cigar. Well, is, 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 is that <laughs> that's, the, my, that's the gift that I got from Vagina. Uh, Vagina, yeah. I saw that I saw that earlier, too. I looked at that, and I thought, oh, that's the Vagina cigar. That is the, I'm going to leave I, that. Can, do because, you still have yours? Yeah, I, I have my Because I'm waiting until she gets yeah. back. Or if she doesn't get back. Right, we can we'll go start, to her burial. Yeah, at the memorial service. No, right. if, if she doesn't get back, there's, there'll be no burial. Well, there'll be a memorial service. Either way, you know, burial. I don't. I, I don't know a lot about those things. Well, if she gets swept over by the rogue <laughs> wave, they ain't gonna find her. Vegina, <laughs> if you're listening, we love you, and we can't wait till you get back. Yeah, but if, but you, if don't you don't get, get back, back, we're we, smoke. We're gonna light them up and smoke them. Be like, here's to Vegina. <laughs> so, oh, you got your three ready? Someplace. All right. Here, I'm ready. Okay. Give me a minute, would you? Please? I think that's a very good three. That like, was, that's, like that's a good thing. Robbie, you always have a good And I'm going to do a top 25 next show, and I'm telling you right now, all three of those cigars are going to be in the top 10. I know they are. I know they are. So, And I feel like it's not fair for me to add a cigar into the top 25 that's not actually released yet. Because you have to that's have true. access to that's it. That's true. That's true. So the uh, unknown. Underrated. Underrated. <laughs> I may, maybe you can talk to Luciano and say it could be the unknown. <laughs> Rename that stick. <laughs> Make it easy for Rob. Thank you. So um, I, I'm going to tell you, uh, first off, I, I, owe, I owe some of this to our good friend Sean O'Connor. <laughs> Thank you, Sean O'Connor. Thanks for making the trip here this time. Thanks for making every the trip time the last time. Yeah, every time you've been here, it's been it's been it's been absolutely incredible. You know, one of the times that he showed up, we went to the Denny's yes. and we ate like kings. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we went in there, you know, they have all the stuff on the menu, and she's like, "Ah, oh, what can I get you?" She's like, "Oh, I see you're looking." At it. I was like. I want four eggs over medium. I want double hash browns and four flapjacks. <laughs> She's Flap like, that's jacks. not on the menu. And I'm Flap like, jacks. I know you can make it, though. Yeah. Make two. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, make two of those. So for the people that don't know, yeah. what, is, what is a flapjack? It's a pancake. It's a pancake. So why couldn't you just say pancake, Rob? Well, what's the difference? Some people don't know what a flapjack is. Well, that's because they're dumb. All right. See, here you go again. Hey, you know what? If you don't know what a flapjack is, please email me so I can berate you. <laughs> berate. Not berate. 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 I thought it was like a parade, but a berate. Or no, berate. But what is that that you wear on your head? A, a bandana. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, like, you know, the, the army hat, the beret. I'm going to berate you. <laughs> so, anyway, thanks to... That's berating, but gentle. <laughs> thanks to our good friend, Sean O'Connor. I had a tatawahe 
Tatawahe Black. It was a oh, that was a great cigar, and it went so well this morning with my coffee. Mm. It was wonderful. And now, was that a bold cigar? You know, very. Few, I don't think me, I've ever had the Tabanero or no, Tatawahe Tatawahe Black. For me, I I don't I don't find very many cigars to be bold. Right. You know, I, I don't I, either. But I mean. I do after I've smoked a lot of mediums, yeah. medium pluses, but when I get into that bold, I'm like, oh. That was the first cigar I smoked this morning with my, oh. co- with my coffee at the faculty meeting. I didn't find it to be that bold. That's why you had an erection. Okay. I mean, that's what Bill said. All right. Well, and Bill knows some things. But the Tatuahi Black, excellent this morning. I enjoyed it so much with the coffee. You know, the leaf has great coffee. Oh, one hundred percent! Like the best coffee yeah. in town yep. is at the leaf, and they and they ho- and they are so it's good. Two dollars a cup, and it's unlimited. Yep. And and they and they they endure us every Saturday morning for the faculty meeting, and that they get props. Did I make that. it two weeks in a row? You did. That's impressive. I'm I'll see if you get back next week. I'll be out of town. Okay. Well, no, no, no. I'll be here. I will be here. You know what? You'll be gone. I won't be. I'll be gone. Well, I'll tell you, I'm there no matter what. Okay. I want, and then, and then I want to see. I want to see digital evidence. Okay. You are actually there. I can Photoshop. I can AI. I can do whatever it takes. I will ask Alan to take a picture and send it to me. All right. I can't trust. What can that drunk do? Well, I don't. I'm kidding, Alan. I know you're not a drunk. What time is it? I don't know. He's drunk. So, and then the next one was the uh, McAuliffe Reserva. Ooh. Yes. Wow. You know, yes. When did you smoke that? I was here with you. You don't remember. That's a damn good cigar. I I, I took a lunch break and came by a couple of days ago. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I said, you know, I got to go back to work. I need something that's not going to be too long, not going to be too strong, because, you know, I'd smoke them if I smoke a powerhouse I the Reserva a, is a very fine a, cigar. Yes, it is. Yes, yes, it is. It is. And I enjoyed it. Came over, and um, I had that Reserva, and I think I had some iced tea with me or something. Yeah, you some didn't even tea. drink any bourbon. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, because it was daytime. I had lunchtime. <laughs> I had to go back to work. Well, me I, and I, Ed. I wasn't, yeah, I, was, I, wasn't quite, I wasn't quite retired right then. True. Yeah, so I couldn't do that. And I was on an off day. Yes, go ahead. yeah. And then the last one, thanks to Sean O'Connor, not Sean Connery, Sean O'Connor. That's kind of close, though. Yeah, it is. It is. They Sean different. Connery, they different. Sean, Sean O'Connor. O'Connor. It is. You know, and I'd never, I'd never given a lot of thought to that before. Oh, there we go. Oh man, can you sound English? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like he was from Asia. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? No. No, I cannot do that. Um, but the last one on my list was the ATL Black. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. Good choice. That was, good. that was a great cigar. So, I mean, like, if you smoke all six of those cigars, I can tell you right now, we love those. Yes. And so, if you smoke one or all of them, shoot me an email and let me know, because I want to know. And then also... Are you talking to them, not me? Yeah, Got not you. Me. Don't shoot me an email ever. I, I don't even have your email address. Good. And I don't want it. 
good. Thank you. You don't want to receive what I send. I know. I know. But anyway, yeah, send me an email what your top three cigars are that you've smoked over the last six months. We want to know. Yeah. We want to know. Because it's not just about us. It's about, you know, we want to know what with the listeners. We want to know what you smoke and, and what and, you enjoy. And a lot of times when people send me what they smoke, I'm like, I've never smoked that. Yeah. So I'll start looking for it yeah. because I want to try. I love trying new cigars. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, so I, I want you all to keep in mind: we're not saying that these are the best cigars out there. We're saying that these are these are cigars that we that we enjoy. And if 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 you decide that you want to try one of these because we've talked about it, fantastic. If you tried one and you don't like it, well, you know, we all have a different palate. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, if if you try cigars that we love and you don't like them, don't listen to the fucking show. I'm sorry. That's, that's not no what I meant. That's, that's not. That's, that's not what a, I meant at all. That's a bridge too far. <laughs> that's not what I meant. I meant. We less, want the listeners. <laughs> let me know what you like. That's what I meant. You know, Rob. There, there's a lot of times that I would really, I would really like to agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong. But then you this were always is one of those. Times. Is that why you're like doing the reel it yes, in yes. motion? Bring it back. Come on back in here. Hey Rob. guys, let me tell you something. If you live, if you listen to this show. I really do appreciate it as do all I. the shenanigans and all the bullshit that we talk. We do really appreciate you listening to the show. We love the listeners. We I mean, the fans. I mean, we're honored. Yes, we are. And so thank you for listening. And that's going to wrap it up for this week. Or no, for the five year anniversary show. Five years. I'm so happy to be Dude. here. I can't imagine if we do another five years. We're going to do it. We're going to wow. do it. I'll yeah, be right here with you. Yeah. So, hey, guys, until next week, if you got them, smoke them. Who cares about the clouds when we're together? Just sing a song and think about sunny weather. Happy Tell me. Bum, 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 b